Hey everybody. The next couple of hours are Jason and I kind of rambling on our trip to Gainesville. Uh, most of the recording is done in the car, so I tried to fix most of the sound and audacity so it was, you know, it sounded good. Um, so anyway, this is our first podcast, maybe our only podcast, I don't know. We're calling this Objectively Not Optimized. Testing to see if this is recording. Uh, Testing. I mean, at some point, we're going to have to cut this to make an actual beginning. So just I don't know where to put this microphone. I don't know how to do it with my hands. Uh, it's like a lavalier mic. Is that what that's right here? What, what is that? And we're just going to have to hold this? That, that's fine. It won't look any weird. Just two guys in a Civic going to Gainesville. Just holding this like microphone. Magic at a bar. As God intended. I could put it like right here, probably, on my shirt. Right. And now I'll sound like Eric's guest. I'll be yeah, right. Quieter. I'll sound really close to the mic, and then you'll I'll sound like everybody part. else on every other podcast where I can't hear them. Right. It could be a function of you just getting old and your ears not working as well. I guess. Welcome to Middle Age and Magic. All right. This All is right. recording. This right. is recording. It looks like it's recording. So, so let's just go. Uh, All right. So yeah. what are we doing today? Right now we're driving to Gainesville right. from Waycross. Waycross. They know we're one of those places. Yeah, so Friday, July 21st. Uh, today is going to be the Quest for Fire Gainesville Gauntlet, which is... We should probably say who we are, too. Uh, no. Does anybody care? <laughs> we shouldn't <laughs> no, say who we are. Is, we'll cut this into the beginning. Uh, Jason is me, the one with the more redneck voice. Yeah, I trained myself over time to not speak like a redneck. So... Still but if you put a beer in me, then I'll speak like a redneck. How about that? Brian, by the way. Yeah, I'm Brian. Came to Wakeross from Birmingham. Uh, so I've driven about, I don't know, eight hours or so far. It's that fine. was yesterday, though. We played Popper Commander last night, PDH. Yep. With non-old school cards. It was fantastic. It was all right. My yeah. commander is kind of broken. I get to tutor when I untap with her, so. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Was and fun. I played Keldon Warlord. That, I mean, that was the flavor win. And I lost game one by getting fire blasted, which is yeah. like yep. Yep. Peak, peak kitchen table. Waited for the tap out. Sack two mountains. Oh man, I was, so, I was so happy. I've ran that line on so many people and they like die by. It was pretty fun. I don't know if I've ever done that actually. I mean, I'm not a, a red player by heart, so like that was pretty fun. Just like, yep. I mean, there's Freestyle. always time to uh, join the one true faith and just come over to Fire Blast and Hasty Dudes and Iron Floors. We could talk about kitchen table stuff. I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about kitchen table, but that is part of our kitchen table ramblings probably later, right? Yeah. Alright, so QFF Gauntlet today, three rounds, Eternal Central. I don't know how serious yeah, everyone's going to be taking Play your boring-ass strip mines. Yeah, fucking boring. You four of them. Yeah, it's going to be great. Four boring cards. It's fine, don't even worry about it. You'll be surprised at the amount of strip mines I'm playing in my deck. Like, I'm I playing really... one on the sideboard, is that proper? Can I? Can you play strip mine in the sideboard? <laughs> Eric's not going to post this because we don't have eight strip mines between us, right. but that's okay. Um, so... I'm really interested, like, in what everybody else is going to play because um, we're kind of like a like casual group slash Discord. Um, probably yeah, we're just playing like bad at magic between tier two and tier three and a half decks. Yeah, that, probably. That's, that's, I would yeah. be. I'd be okay. Saying Nobody's playing one point anything tier, right? Yeah. Well, except we don't know about the new well, Noah. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he could be. He could be proxy. probably on like yeah. proxy the deck. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Little little Wiseman. But um, we don't know his playability, right? His playability could be tier five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he could, could be, be like... Yeah, that's a three, right? Five right. plus one divided by two, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so three rounds of Eternal Central. Um, I am on some straight-up nonsense. Uh, I'm going to ask everybody before the event right. to guess what I'm playing. No one will get it right. I will give them my deck if they do. Yeah. Uh, but no one's going to get anywhere close to it. And then I'm going to get everybody's reaction at the end about what I played. Um, you would say I'm probably known for playing like Iron Claw Orcs in every deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've shown red cards in my Yeah, my you like to play figures. red cards, uh, but then you also like to play the random like control deck, right. but with red cards. Right, you know, red is a control uh, card. Like yeah. Sly is 26 creature right. control. Yeah, I'm not talking about, yeah. Right. Uh, um, but yeah, no one knows what I'm playing. Um, I decided to play something janky. It's absolutely tier three. Um, I think I'm going to go 0 and 3. Um, I'm going to get two game wins. So I'm going to go 0 and 3 in matches. I'm going to go 2 and 6 in games. Um, I don't know what else is going to do. Like, I kind of thought we were all going to be janky. And then Pete posted a, I assume it's a collector's edition Gauntlet of Might. I assume. Unless, unless he's a, probably like beta, but yeah. Yeah, unless he's a degenerate. There's, um, there's a yeah. Gauntlet of Might up for the winner has been uh, altered and I was really upset with Pete who I love but like wish, I wish he would have posted the, not not posted not this. posted it yeah. yeah like show up day of there's a prize you don't yeah. know what it is yeah because I think a few guys probably changed their decks to become like more try hard yeah because they want to win the prize which is stupid yeah. and if I'm being honest I think like spiritually and religiously like I should be the one getting the prize because I'm the I'm the one that's gonna play orcs. Like I'll put that in the deck and smash right. it into people. But that's irrelevant. It needs to be in somebody's binder. Like some tryhard needs it. And it'll just be like, you know, a signed fucking card from, you know, Jeff right. Mingus or whatever the guy that did that uh source plowshare that's not the good art. But um <laughs> anyway, uh it looks like we're gonna have between six and eight players today, which is fantastic for playing in a brewery. Yeah. Um I'm calling it now. Uh, if Pete's on White Weenie, he wins the event. Uh, if he's not, Duncan wins on some abyss bullshit. Yeah. Um, that, that's my official guess. Duncan or Pete, depending on whether or not Pete plays White Weenie. Yeah, so going to my deck, like, I like to play black cards. So, I mean, somebody plays a Dervish or a White Knight, I pretty much just die. Or so, a, any enchantment. Yeah, any You're enchantment. Any right. uh, Winter Orb. So, like, I'm playing something that could handle that this time. So, no, we don't know what each other's decks are. Nobody knows. Nobody really knows. Uh, right, but I'm I've playing seen, black cards. I've seen Dave's deck list, but I haven't told anybody uh, Oh, yeah, we're both playing Unsleeved. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because really, deck, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Honestly. My deck is in an Ice Age starter box. And, again, if somebody guesses what I'm playing before the event, I'm just going to hand it to them. Uh, like, I don't care. Like, congratulations. Uh, I have Unsleeved. Let's just call them... Real magic cards, iron flowers, artillery. I mean, they're real air. But so when I we we're talking about a lot on sleeve here, like, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast or, or play because since you don't cast lands, I'm gonna play and cast real magic cards. And I looked at, I took them all out of the sleeves, and I I said to Jason, why are these in sleeves? Like they look like shit. They the cards. Yeah, are wrinkled and they're HP and 33 years old or however whatever this is 30 years old whatever they're old they look like shit how is me shuffling them two or three times gonna mess them up even yeah, more you're than already messed them up right? so like I, I am gonna enjoy riffle shuffling these 
because I'm just I'm not going to do it playing webcam, right? That's kind of whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, playing in person. I don't get to play a lot in person. There's not my like. I have no old school scene in Alabama. Probably the closest thing is uh, Nashville. I've never really hung out. I've never hung out with those guys, and that's three hours from me. So, and I met the, the, the QFF guys down here, so I get to come down here and play. Yeah, so man, in, in the swamp and the heat and the humidity. Right. Um, that's actually something we probably should have thought about is like, it's going to be really humid and you're playing with cardboard unsleeved. This could actually Well, hopefully you'll be in like a conditioned space. That would be nice. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah. It's Florida. There's air conditioning ish. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, yeah. I am only, yeah, like I said, the only thing I'm kind of worried about is the any cards that I, like, altered with, like, paint on them. Uh, they'll probably get all smudged up and, like, scratched up. And no, stuff. I, don't think, I don't think so. We're playing uh, three rounds. Like, it's easy. But so. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited about yeah, casting the, the Juzum that's on sleeve. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are we guessing on who else? So you were saying, like, Pete oh, on White Weenie, Duncan on maybe maybe a black deck, maybe some abysses. Right, yeah, so. No, he sold his abysses, so he can't be on abyss. Right, he he buys cars for three months and he sells them. Right, but yeah. he could he could also have proxies. He could have proxies. Well, I thought he was going to proxy. Wait, he played, did he get a, um Eureka's? Was no, it I, that's what I thought Eureka's? he was going to do. Yeah, I was thought he was going to like bring a Eureka deck. Oh uh, yeah, Duncan but nobody's some... Eurekaing. Oh, well, that was for forty k though. He's doing the Evil Eye for forty k, right? Right. Yes, yeah, so he's playing that. Oh, so Duncan could be on actual anything. He might be on Eureka, which uh, I I again. I'm just probably going to lose because I'm playing black cards. Yeah, uh, so official guess. I know what Dave is playing without giving it away. Pete's favored on White Weenie. I, I think Pete on White Weenie wins. Anybody shows up, either Pete or his brother John, like one of those two guys are going to be playing White Weenie. Yeah, um, Armageddon's pretty rough for me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah Armageddon yeah. and First Strikers and the rest of the try-hard white cards, like Source yeah. of Plowshares and Disenchant, that you only cast if you don't want your friends to have fun. Right. Um, so whoever does that, like they'll they'll win, and I'll say congratulations. Yeah, and good job. Here. And then we'll we'll go play our right. made up formats. Real, real yeah. formats. Yeah. Like, um, do you want to talk about the real format? Um, That's what I'm most looking forward to, honestly. Is the real format redacted? Right. That's the real yeah, format. Yeah, redacted. Yeah, redacted. Is the real format. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we have. Uh, we made up this format. It's it might be the best, most nostalgic format of all time. Right. It's basically if I were in eighth grade but had money. Right, so you have uh, access to all these cards. Okay, a little bit. Well, I still don't have lion's eye diamonds. Like, let's, right, be, let's not, be real. But yeah, was that good in eighth grade? I don't know. If that was, uh, I, don't I don't think how good so. That was back then, right? um, I don't remember seeing one in eighth grade, so it didn't make an impression on me. I do remember um, the first time I saw the like the illusion type cards, the undercosted giant bodies that you sacrifice when they're targeted. Right. I thought those were amazing. Um, I remember the new art on Incinerate I thought was terrible in Mirage. Uh, I don't know. It's all right, right? You yeah. thought Ice Age was better? Oh, of course, yeah. Ice okay. Age was great. I remember I played a red-white like mid-rangey deck. I had one Shivan Dragon, and it was so beat up. You need to stay in this right lane. We're turning right. I'm turning right here. Yeah, okay. turning right where it says Gainesville. I got you. Yeah, it's basically a two-lane road. Um, yeah, I remember I had a red-white deck like in the lunchroom like in like ninth grade, maybe. And I had one Shivan Dragon, and it was, like, totally beat to shit. And, like, nobody played with sleeves. And so, like, my most regular opponent, like, he would basically cut the Shivan Dragon to exactly the bottom every single game. Oh, so yeah. I, I might as well not have had one. Uh, but I was on a red-white with, like, 
Cicada Lancers and Incinerates and Source to Plowshares. Um, yeah, it was great. Like, That's a tryhard card. Uh, yeah, but, but not I mean, legal in our form, right? Well, no, it is because it's an ice age. It's an ice age. It's an ice age. But we're not playing white mostly. Right. I'm trying to think if I actually have one in a deck. I was going to say sleeve, but none of my decks are sleeve for this format. Uh, right. So Redacted is um, basically Legends to. Is Weatherlight the last one? Yeah, Weatherlight. Weatherlight's the last or one, right? Portal 1, depending on where they... But basically, I think it, Portal came out before Weatherlight. Right, well, it stops right before Tempest, right? Because that's where the power right. level just yes. takes a jump. Um, Mir yeah, go Mirage with. to Weatherlight, no white border. So, like... So I'm sorry, I said Mirage. Uh, Legends to Weatherlight, no white border. No white border. So, no fourth, no fifth, no Chronicles. Everything has to be black border. Right. Um, and basically, the rule is, like, if you're a tryhard, nobody's going to play with you. So just build a fun deck that you would have played when you were in eighth grade or sixth grade or whatever grade you played with these cards, right? So, I mean, like, one of my decks is, like, a Call of the Wild deck. One of my decks is a Hecatomb deck. One of my decks is called uh, Harge builds a house for his friends, right? Right, based on the based on character from the flavor text. Yeah, orcish lumberjack chopping down trees and building a house for his friends, which are the legendary creatures from Homelands. Right. So, okay. so yeah, I've, I've been attacked by Chandler in this format. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm playing, like, the kind of stuff I would play if I was in 8th grade and my mom actually gave me money to buy magic cards. So I have a, like, Four and a half color mono black aggro deck uh, with like a single copy of Necropotence in it, uh, which I'm super excited to lose to somebody in anti. And that's the beauty of this point. I haven't seen this deck, right? You uh, played me with a red deck. Oh yeah, you will see this deck. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, it's, it's right, four, you have a Necro in a deck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four and a half color black aggro with a Necro in it. Okay. Um, it's also running a single copy of uh, Carebeck Spike, which I also ran in my decks back in the day. So that's just like, do you know what this card does? It's, it's from Visions. It costs black, black, black. It's an instant. As an additional okay. cost to cast this, discard your hand and sacrifice all permanents you control. Okay. And deals five damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. Right. You just right. end games or you lose. Right. Like, at that point, who cares? Like, somebody loses when right. I cast it. Um, but, yeah, like, that's, that's one of the decks. And this gets back to, like why the format is like so much fun for me because like the most fun I ever had playing magic was late middle school early high school um, everybody just had like bags and boxes of unsorted cards and they were all from this era um, it was basically like ice age block mirage block um, obviously we got into like tempest and that but like you would just trade for cards and build these nonsense decks and like there would be these weird pale reflections of things you'd saw in like inquest magazine and so, like, I want to say it was 97, the World Championship deck in the standard portion was um, this mono-black deck that was, like, four Black Knights, four Fallen Ascari, and four Urgraders, maybe? Okay, yeah. And then, like, it used green for, um, like, Disenchant effects, like the monkey that kills an artifact. Right. Um, it had incinerates and arcane denials. Jesus. Okay. And like um, all the colors. All yeah, right. like it was like splashing. Like it had white cards in it. Like it was splashing all the other colors for like right. stuff you could do off of undiscovered paradise and gemstone mine. Right. Yeah. So we have painlands. We have gemstone mine. 
Like I have underserved paradise. We do not. We're not playing the stuff from Apocalypse. Right. Like we're not playing those pain lands. You do have like fetches, kind of in Mirage. Right. You have slow fetch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those are totally fine because they get an untapped land, but they get the the fetch itself enters tapped. And then you have Barb Saxon, which is probably a top ten card in the format. Yeah. The Ice Age Cantrip stuff is probably really good. I think the um, the zero mana mocks from Ice Age is really good. Uh, jeweled amulet. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. And this thing, like, I, I really feel like Ice Age was just alpha done better. Like, they cut all the bullshit out of the top of the power curve and like, yeah, you play little kid man. But anyway, like, I have the four and a half color black deck. I've got, I call it singleton, but like, I have multiple copies of the uh, moss diamond and quicksand in it. But it's yeah. basically five color <clears throat> like single pip four drop control. Quicksand is like, I don't know, that's very, a very fair. It's so good. Uh, I don't know. That's good. It's basically Swords to Plowshares. Yeah, it's um, And then I have a red deck I put together, which is basically like Gangster Sly from like the yeah. dojo in 97, but I don't have access to Iron Claw Orcs because they're not available on Black Border. So, yeah, Portal gave me Goblin Bully. Mm -hmm. So it's minus Iron Claw Orcs, minus Orcish Captain, and then plus um, the 1 1 Haste Goblin. From Portal and Goblin. Raging Bowling. Goblin. Maybe. That, I don't know. Okay. But, I mean, theoretically, that gives me access to um, Goblin Grenade. Yes. Um, Again, listen, these decks he's building are good decks, and I'm right. playing with Chandler. So, this, so, well, this comes back to, like, what what does the kitchen table mean, right? Right. Like, and for me, um, like, Magic at its most fun is, like, not optimized, but, like, I am trying to win decks based on like the kind of stuff that would have been available to me, like when life was still fun. Right. You know. Um, and I don't know. Like I like the idea of playing for anti. Right. It's an anti format, and it's an anti yeah. format without jewel. It's a, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And the only reason we're playing this as anti is because it's funny. Right. Right. It, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, we're kind of like humorous. making fun of anti here because yeah. honestly, sure. Whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's whatever. Uh, some people like playing anti like, or like higher level power play anti. We're playing like, Alpha Duel Alliance as anti this week. Yeah, we're playing Alpha Duel Alliance as anti. And apparently uh, Brian's deck is for real. And I'm, I'm tired, I'm I'm tired here, of people but... talking about, I'm bringing duels and I'm bringing there is a duel in my and whatever. I'm bringing land tax. Um, no, you know, I'm going I'm, to... I'm, I'm bringing a deck that I think is good, but I, what do I know? I don't know. Right. I do have a duel in my deck. And uh, there will be a Wheel of Fortune... In someone's deck, um, yeah. There's gonna be necros in people's decks. Yeah, I have necros. Yeah, um, but I'm not playing a neck. Like I'm not playing your standard necro deck. I, I don't. I don't want to know. I'm happy to lose. Yeah. Um, Brian's assured me he's not playing mind twist. No, because I'm not a evil evil bastard. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, We're just playing a two a here. We're right. not trying to win. And anything. this gets back to like, what is the kitchen table, right? Like, right. You resolve mind twist. I'm probably just going to concede. Yeah, I can't come back. I'm just going to so go have a beer. Yeah, like, if that's the case, like if you just want to win, just tell me that beforehand, right. and I'll let you take a card out of my deck at random. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So the kitchen table to me is more like uh, I'm more of a probably a combo player at heart, and so like I just like to do goofy stuff. Like I'm want to cast or play cards with Call of the Wild or. You know, it, it, it's all like a two or three. Everything's a two or three card combo to me. Right. Um, that's so. I most of the time that's really bad. Uh, but sometimes in PDH is good. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Like 
being used in newer cars, like newer commons that might as well be. You know, it would be rare, rares and like I, you know, ghostly so clicker, Peregrine Drake, Archaeomancer. Yeah. These are all rares in old school. Yeah, Archaeomancer is costly, correctly. He's a four mana one two. That uh, that could have been in Legends. That was a card I was thinking of earlier. That was like would be. Oh, I was thinking. Oh, what if like yeah, like what if like Barb Sexton was an old school? Like, yeah, I think Ice that would should be, just be an old school. Yeah. But then the problem is I think now that would be really good. Now you give the control players access to Necro and demonic consultation. I really think we need to split an old school between like like the ATL shops players. Like, if you were told there's a magic tournament and your first inclination is to play shops or the deck or counter burn to go seven and one, like I think that's a different format from the kind of people that are just showing up like wanting to goblin grenade you or put artillery and circle protection in the same deck or Eureka into yeah. like Lady Orca. But, yeah, different. Right? Yeah. And I want to play against those guys. Like Brett is going. I'm going to go ahead and call my shot. My buddy Brett in the event later today is going to be on Copy Artifact Stormseeker Tribal. He's going to be playing like Copy Artifacts to copy Howling Mine and Black Vice, and he's going to try to kill you with Stormseeker. That's the whole deck. I mean, that sounds good. Yeah. Right? Like, let's play that. Yeah. Like, it's just going to lose to, like, 1 1 untap Mishra's Factory. Good game, right? Like, right. it just loses to, like, Disenchant, Source to Plowshares, guys. Oh, white cards. Yeah. Oh. Um, but that's the thing. Like, there's old school's really, like, multiple formats pretending to be the same person. And I think, I think that's where this whole kitchen table conversation is really interesting because. It's totally valid to show up to an old school tournament and just play the deck and win. Like, if that's what you came to do, cool. Mm -hmm. But you're going to have a much different experience. Yeah, the experience is different, right? And somebody like, um, like my recent project in old school has been to Swedish legal a red deck. And this is a stupid project because if I'm going to play a red deck, I should probably play a format that allows Fallen Empires because I get access to Goblin Grenade, right? Yep. And then I can just grenade fork and kill people out of nowhere. Um, but I like the aesthetics of these old, nasty-looking cards because, like, if I'm going to buy Yedwin Afrites and Blood Moons and Lightning Bolts, they're going to have to be gnarly, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to have to be HP. And it's it's such a cool project because, you know, I'll drop 50 or 60 bucks and pick up a couple of cards for the deck, and then I get, like, you know, another Mail Day post in, like, the QFF Discord or like just that endorphin rush of swapping a few cards out and like yeah. I was talking to Brian about this the other day like I'm really close to just like trying to buy the most beat up beta lightning bolt I can find and then funding it by selling my set of unlimited and like you know a couple other cards Yeah. and then at that point just making the decision like this is a black border Swedish printing old school deck and that means I don't have access to lightning bolts because they're or you have one or $200 two, yeah, a piece yeah. right or I just told him he could just draw on white border wounds. Like, I don't know. I would I, just buy unlimited for $10. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I own unlimited. I could just mail them to Ben Perry because apparently anything he you plays... You can mail me. I'll put a black border on him. Well, the that. thing is, anything that Ben plays is legal, right? Like, Ben gets right. away with playing, like, wooden spheres that he's, like, wrote the word Chaos Orb and then MTG Underground on the bottom, like, in derbies, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I can't play Ice Age Dual Land, or Basic Lands. I wish there were Ice Age Dual Land. That would be gross. You imagine, like, Ice Age snow-covered mountains. Like, would it crash the value? The art would be better. 
like you know like limb dual skiing or something right anyway um yeah i could just send the cards to ben and uh make them legal that way but again like who cares like i'm playing this game with my friends and like winning and losing is really irrelevant um yeah make up your own formats that's yeah, the best for yeah. sure right uh, how much longer do we have for this drive? Thing? Where are we going? Um, oh, so are we, we going to Duncan's? I, I think we're just going to meet Duncan and Lucy's. Probably, I probably need to call Duncan, actually. like You've got about a mile. We're going to turn right to go towards downtown. He's I guess we should also say, too, since everybody, everybody, like people that only know us from Discord, I am Bullion on Discord. Right. So you I guess have the way. Hathaway tries. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Bullion22 on Discord. Um, yeah, you just tell me where to go. So we talked about, yeah, so we have... We have the Gauntlet Tournament. There are three rounds in this thread on Discord about this tournament. Um, we're going to play some AAA. We're going to play Redacted. Um, we're going to play, play, play Popper Commander. We have like Popper. Oh, God. PDH. We do hate, we do hate, I hate the word Commander. So uh, well, we've also made up our own format oh, called Wizlander. Wizlander. Really, it should be Popper Wizlander. It, we play Popper um, And what that is, basically, it's like, we're playing a hundred card singleton, but we're pretending like we don't know what commander is. So if somebody in the, let's just say we played an LGS, which we never would. Somebody asks us, oh, are you playing commander? We like act like we don't know what that is. Like, what no, is this commander? is Wizlander. It's a format we made up and there's like a wizard leader. Right. And you can cast from exile. You can cast it from exile. You turn uh, right on East University. You know, I have 99 other cards. It makes a hundred card deck, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Like quarter um, mile. It's right. still fun. Uh, more fun playing it with two people. Like I'm, I'm not a fan of like yeah, four I'm player. Not. Much, much. Oh, it's funny. Like my wife had this um, reaction last night because she saw us <clears> playing <throat> and she's like, "Oh my god, are you playing Commander?" We're like, "No, of course not." Because We're playing like, Wizlander. Yeah, we tried to get into Commander a couple years ago. Yeah, this is our right. here. Yeah, uh, we tried to get into Commander a couple years ago, and it's just it's miserable. Like I'm sure some people like it, and if they like it, that's fine. I just I can't get into it. Like. Yeah, yeah. I want to play one on one. I want to try to beat my opponent. I want them to try to beat me. I prefer they do it with cards that aren't, you know, busted overpowered. So we have that. We have some cubes. I have my mono black cube that is basically a pre modern cube, but it does have old school cards. But it's basically 200 cards ish mono black. And it's some of the casting awesome. costs have been changed. Is that? I don't even know if that yeah, is you, that or not. Yeah, you like took off, like you would cross out non-black. Oh, like yeah, 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 spells. yeah. Some of the removal spells, since there's not much removal for like black cards, I would just cross out that on the card. Like this card removes a black card. It's it's really, it was, we've already drafted it once, but it, it is made for, you know, you could, dra you could draft it with eight people, but then everybody's getting like 25 cards, but honestly it's mono black. You're, you know you're playing black, so really you don't, you don't really need 35, 45 cards to make your deck because the deck the cube is made to go together but it probably drafts the best, best with like six people and then you also have a two player cube right can you play uh, it more than two, two players two to four it's a hundred cards yeah so uh, you just play them go ahead yeah. yeah yeah so you just play like basically I want to try to play a multiplayer but it's all one drops yeah uh, there are no lands in the cube you can exile any card from your hand uh, face down as a land that has shroud and taps for any color mana mm -hmm. um and you start with six life. So in theory, it should be good, fast, fun games. In practice, somebody's going to get butt hurt about getting teamed yeah, up on. Right. We Small are, cubes, yes. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to play a couple of fun formats, and then we're going to play some absolute kitchen table nonsense at the hotel right. later. Cuban draft is the best. It is the best. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Yeah. Uh, you should probably kill that so we can uh, call Duncan and figure out where we're going. Okay, we're in the middle of Gainesville somewhere. That's pretty much it. Maybe you'll hear some recordings during the tournament, probably. I don't Maybe. know. Who knows? Maybe we'll probably edit this. Maybe this doesn't even record. I don't even know. Talk to you later.
Do you want the rant about damage on the stack? Uh, let's see if this is recording. See, we all, uh, why do yeah, we do this? It's uh, because we're not uh, trained to be public speakers. I'll give you the rant about damage on the stack, and then we'll see. All right, so... It's recording. Yeah, that's fine. So the rant about damage on the stack, right? Um, back in the day, was it the classic rules, like 6th edition? Like, Changed in 6th, I'm pretty right. sure. Yeah. So the way magic used to work is um, you were committing to damage, basically. So you would go to damage, and you would put the damage on the stack, like everything else worked on the stack. So you would block a 2-2 with a 2-2. You would commit to damage. And then you could do dumb stuff like cast Repulse to return your creature to your hand and draw a card. Um, Like not fair. Right. Like Mog Fanatic, right? Like I'll use my 1-1 to block (laughs) your 2-2. We'll commit to damage on the stack. And then I'll sacrifice and deal a second damage. Mm -hmm. Ravidus Ballad, right? I'll I'll slam my 4-4 into you, trade with your two blockers, commit to damage on the stack, and then sack him to gain four life. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, Morphling, this is how he became Superman. Like, you could pay two mana, swing for five, stack the damage, and then pay three mana and make him, like, a two-five or whatever, right? So he would he would live the combat. Um, and I, I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to make everything consistent so damage worked the same way on the stack that spells did, right? Because you were back in the day, they actually changed it. Like, um, if I tried to lightning bolt, like, your creature, like, you can giant growth and save it. Mm-hmm. Well, like... If you go back and read like the fourth edition player's handbook or like the revised player's handbook, they used to print these out these like big 200 page mm-hmm. tomes to like sample gameplay. It didn't work like that back in the day because damage would wait till the end of the stack to resolve. So it didn't. But matter. it wasn't a stack. Right. Back well, in the day, but, it was like a, yeah, the, you, the yeah. last and first. You're using the term stack loosely. Right. Before sixth edition. Yes. Right. Like the stack don't, in don't the sense us, of compiling us. data. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so back in the day. Damage to creature to have it at the end of everything resolving, so it didn't matter the order of giant growth and lightning bolt. And then they fixed that where it happens when the spell resolves, and then you check to resolve the rest of it. Well, the the end game of that was damage on the stack, and so I used to love it when I was a spiky tryhard. Mm-hmm. Used to was. This is probably right. the reason that I don't like it at all. Right, and and because so it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and you're gaming your opponent. Like I right. I won so many games at my LGS for Friday Night Magic by playing around with damage on the stack. Like, I built my deck in such a way that I right. could trick my opponents on right. turn four, turn five, into getting two for one. Yeah. Or three for one. Right. It, it's, and you're, it's, yeah, you're, in, instead of, so like, I, and if you want to consider it, we're two wizards, right. and my goblin is fighting your grizzly bear, clearly. Right. Yeah, instead of us gaming the system, they just fight, and they they kill each other. Right. Like it, 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 it doesn't make any sense. That's the way it should make right. sense. Right, and it doesn't make sense to go, like, my guy hits your guy and is mortally wounded. Right. And then I make him evaporate from reality back into my mind, and I cast him again. Yeah. No. And it's 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 really terrible. But the reason all this came up is um, at our EC event yesterday, yeah. uh, one of the players was trying to trade a Triskelion with one counter on it with a 2-2 and then shoot their opponent for one, yeah. which works in, like, the classic Wars type 1. pre-modern, right? Like, right. pre-modern is damage on stack? Uh, no, no. Pre-modern uses modern rules. Okay, middle good, school, good, good. Yeah, yeah, middle school is damage on the stack. And so is classic type 1. That's why Morphling... Damage on stack yeah, type 1. That's why I'm yeah. playing uh, a Morphling in my Keeper yeah. deck because it's unfair. Like, he's... Yeah, I mean, and I, and I missed it first, and I was like... A turn later or something, I was like, "What is what is my life?" And he's, he's like, like "No, I, I, hit you with that token. <laughs> I hit you with that token." He hit me with the the trike, or he, you know, it, it, it was Pete, and he was like, 
uh, hit you with a track, and I was like, wait, what? No, that trailer no, with my that bear. Doesn't, that doesn't work that. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. So he was doing all these tryhard tactics, but at least he didn't have source flashers in his bag, right? No, it, it, it wasn't tryhard. It, it was, but it was like I, I, I almost, yeah, I was, I almost missed it. But it's, but yeah, that would be like, good God, like trike would be nuts, right? Yeah. If you could damage on the stack trike, right? That'd be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, you trade your trike. Same thing with Balith back in the day. Trade your trade trike. with four four, deal you three damage. Right, or more yeah. likely, like trade with two bears. Right, so you two yeah. for one, and then you shoot some other creature for three. You you're already, tr- you're already does seven that. damage. Yeah. yeah, damage on the stack, man. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, we're just recording now. So yeah, it seems like like talk podcasting time. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use this volume for my normal speaking voice, and then when I get excited, I'll come up here. Right, but most of the time I'll be this way. I'll be kind of quiet like this, but I think. Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Talk loud. I will uh, attempt to modulate my volume correctly. Yeah. So you just want to get into it and you'll cut and splice and stuff? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so we are driving back to Waycross from Gainesville yep. after the QFF Gauntlet yep. Tournament of Champions 2023 yes. Premier Edition, something like that. Um, basically, it was eight dudes at a bar playing Eternal Central Magic, which is, of course, everyone's least favorite because Strip Mine is boring. Strip Mine is boring. Um, so, yeah, like, that was the point of coming down. I thought it was a great time. Um, kind of want to recap the event. We'll kind of go over it. I guess we can start with, like, the fact that I called Duncan's deck. Um, yeah, we did. As Eureka Nonsense. One of us called it. I, I'm just going to take yeah. the credit for it. Yeah. Uh, neither Pete or John were on White Weedy, which I think was a tragic mistake, but Pete was playing White Weedy in Alpha Do Alliances, so that's where those cards were. We'll tell you who wins at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, Eureka, yeah, yeah. Eureka. I don't want to spoil anything. Don't yeah, spoil yeah. anything. Yeah. I'll tell you who didn't win. Um, that would be me. Uh, I finished with a perfect record of zero match wins, three match losses. All three of my matches went to game three, which I'm super happy about. Um, I legitimately thought I was going to get one match win, and I think I could have gotten two uh, yesterday. Um, I misplayed one, and I got high-rolled like hell in the other one. Um, I don't think my second match was winnable, but we didn't really take it seriously, and I'll get to that. Um, I don't know how you want to do this. If you want, I yeah. can just I can just ramble through my event. I like, think we should just talk about, yeah, you say what you played, because we both... We oh, both, now we know kind of what each other played, right? But we did not at first, right? Because right, and we also didn't get paired, so we didn't get right. to see each other's deck. <clears> so yeah, just just go through your deck list. Yeah, you can remember every card. I, yeah. Well, I actually have a photo of it, so it's even better. And okay. I'm not driving, so yeah. I can look at this photo. Um, so the event was Eternal Central. I kind of bounced through a lot of decks. Um, for a while, I thought I was going to be playing like um, a control deck. I was going to play like the deck at home, and then I was like, I'll just play my Black Border Red deck and just be like Jason Hathaway Orcish General. Um, I wanted to do something fun, and honestly, like, I came down to play Redacted, to play Alpha 2 Alliances, and to hug everybody. Like, those were my goals, and not in that order. Um, I didn't really care about winning or losing this tournament. That's not a John after the fact, like, this beforehand going in. Like, my deck choice was me. We all wanted to play. Nobody cares about winning. Right. My deck choice was I'm going to have a good time. Um, and so I wanted to do something weird. I really like the aesthetics of all Black Border. Um, so I played a deck that was entirely Fallen Empires. Uh, so we're all Black Border, and the deck is cheap. I knew I was going to be playing Unsleeved in the Florida Humidity. Your main is 
Thawne, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So originally when I conceived the deck, there was no sideboard. I was just all Fallen Empires. Obviously, I'm playing Ice Age lands because they're black border. They're in the same time period. They're the best basics. Like, let's be honest. Like, I'll take the argument for, like, the... Mirage is... Mirage is good. I'll take the argument for, like, the Orchid Swamp from, like, one of the newer sets. It's probably 10 years ago now, but there's a swamp with, like, a beautiful Orchid on it. Um, Are you talking about... That's, it, like, the mirror, like Onslaught. Onslaught? It might be Onslaught. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, Onslaught or Odyssey, one of those, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I'm, on ice, I'm on all Ice Age lands. Um, I had three deck ideas in my head when I decided on all Fallen Empires. Um, the first deck was going to be Reanimator, so it uses Dwarven Armor. Is that the guy? Weaponsmith, whatever. The guy you can like tap and discard a card in your upkeep. Something like to that. To put a counter sure, on a dude. Sure. Um, I actually had the backup plan of hitting myself with um, him to Torak. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was Thrulls and Reanimating off of Soul Exchange, uh, trying to hit Org. Which you could actually hard cast in the deck because you had red sources for the dwarf and trying to reanimate deep spawns. And it was just a dumb all in reanimator with like Ring of Renewal. It sounds like real yeah. bad. Yeah. It, and that's the thing, like I had the deck on my <clears> table <throat> and it just, I figured out we just died everything because it's four strip and the deck doesn't do anything. Um, I looked at, I'm actually blanking on whatever the second deck was. I could look it up in my DMs. I sent people that weren't going to be in the event, like, hey, what do you think? And then the third deck was basically Ication White Weenie. And that's what I settled on. So um, the deck has 23 creatures. Um, like, it's like 12. How many ohms does it have? It has 17 ohms okay. because that's how I speak English. Yeah. So 12 one drops, We're eight two drops, uh, three, three drops. It's basically just bad White Weenie, right? So four Ication Infantry. One mana, one one. You can pay one mana to give it first strike or to give it banding. Four Ication Javelineers, which are real magic cards. Two copies of Ication Priest, which is a one mana, one one. You pay white, white one and give target creature plus one, plus one. So it's like a bad pump effect for later in the game. And two copies of Ication Scout, which are a one mana, one one. You can pay one and tap to give a creature first strike. It's terrible. I should have played two more priests, but I didn't have them. I didn't care. Uh, four copies of Order of Leaper. Um, four copies of Ication Lieutenant, which is just Dwarven Lieutenant, but worse because it's white and has a target soldiers. Three copies of Feral Zealot, which is a three mana two two. If they're not blocked, you can have it deal no damage to Lightning Bolt a creature. Um, one copy of Goblin Wardrums, which absolutely won me games because Menace is ridiculous. When so I've much always you... wanted to play with this card. It's so good. Yeah. People would leave back like a single factory, and I would just slam Wardrums and run all my guys past them. Um, two copies of Zaylin Sword, effectively equipment, just me trying to end games. Four Aeoli Piles, two Dwarven Catapults. What is it, a plus two what sword? Two? Yeah. Three mana, three tap, plus two, plus zero. You can choose not to untap Plus two, it. plus zero, you leave it tapped. Okay. And it is not sorcery speed. It's not actually equipment. It right. Just, you know, you pay it's better than equipment. It is yeah. better than equipment. You just pick up the sword. Uh, two Dwarven Catapults which are very bad fire, uh, fireballs from Fallen Empires. One Ring of Renewal, uh, five mana, five to activate, discard a card at random, draw two cards. The idea was I hope to be empty-handed, so it's just five mana tap, draw two cards. Two copies of Ication Town, uh, white five, put four one one white citizen tokens into play. Two copies of Hand of Justice, a two six avatar for six mana. Tap, tap three other white creatures, uh, destroy target creature. 
14 Ice Age planes, 5 Ice Age mountains, 4 copies of Ruins of Trocare, and a hell of a good time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I will say that I appreciate you reading off, like you giving us the scryfall, the, the short scryfall of what the cards do. Uh, I think a lot, there's another again, I think a lot of people, um, I think it should be done, right? Like a lot of people know what these cards do, and what are we here for but not to talk about magic cards and what they do? Tell me what the fucking card does because it's fun, right? Yeah. And I might not know what all these weird cards from Fallen Empires does because, I mean, I know what Swords does because 99% of people play it. I know what Lightning yeah. Bolt does because 99% yeah. of people play it. You know it. the cards that right people jam, but not the actual uh, fun thank cards. Thank you for reading off what the cards do. No yeah. worries. Sure. Um, so the plan was play these 60 cards, don't have a sideboard. I posted on Discord I was going to show up with an Ice Age deck box and an unsleeved deck. I did that. Um, unfortunately, we had a weird change of events before the tournament. Um, Pete Magnan showed up with an amazing prize. Um, he had a altered Gauntlet of Might uh, for the champion because it was the QFF Gainesville Gauntlet. Um, I immediately regretted my decision and wanted to play a real deck because I play Black Border Orcs in old school, and my Orc deck would love a Gauntlet of Might. Um, so I had the had the crisis of faith, like, do I play a real deck? Do I try to win this very casual event with my friends in a bar? Thankfully, I was talked out of switching decks, and I just went with my bullshit and finished exactly where I thought I would finish. Uh, I went 0-3, all the, game, all the matches went to three games. I punted very hard in my last match. I got high-rolled in my first match. And in the middle game, um, Dave and I were just having fun, so... He won game one. Um, to sideboard, we shuffled our deck, exiled 15 cards face down, and then shuffled our entire sideboards in. Okay. Uh, he was on what, like mono, like he, single drop? What was he on? He was on like black sly. So it was the sly okay. curve and mono black with bad moon. So he was playing okay, okay. vampire bats and stone throwing devils okay. and black knights, you know, etc. He also okay. had him. He also had sink cult. He also had oubliettes. So okay, okay. It was a it was a real deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got blown out game two because I didn't draw any mana sources because apparently I put seven of them in my sideboard. Uh, game three, we shuffled the sideboard back in and then exiled 15 at random again. Um, a process Dave referred to as chaos boarding. I don't know if it's actually a real thing or if it was just uh, Dave drinking beer, but it was a blast. He probably um, had seven lands in his sideboard, so like he, he probably so did like game me. He He's like, he just right? put yeah. seven swamps in his board and just won all his games like this. Right. Um, I did get blown up by Gloom in Game 3 when I had a winnable board position, so... Ooh, we can talk about Gloom later. Yeah, that that was rough. Um, yeah. Like I said, just these matches are out of order, but that was my second round. My first round, I got high-rolled by Goblins in Game 3. Um, he has two Goblin Kings and three 1-1 one, one Goblins, so he has five 3-3s. Three Unfortunately, Goblin King gives Mountain Walk, and my White Weenie deck had five Mountains in it, and two of those were in play. So he declares an attack with me at 15 life or something crazy. I aioli pile one of his Goblin Kings, tap a Javelinier to finish it off, thinking I'm going to kill the 3-3 three, three and then shrink the other four Goblins by one. So I save myself seven life, stay alive, kill him on the crackback. He looks at his hand, uh, makes kind of a questioning face, and then eventually asks me how Giant Growth interacts with this. <laughs> so I got to explain to him that because I had put two spells on the stack trying to deal damage to his Goblin King. He could respond by casting the Giant Growth. It resolves first, makes the King a 6-6. It lives the damage, and I die. I ended up taking 
18 or 19 damage. Yeah. Um, Counter-target lightning bolt, right? Yeah, exactly. Counter-target lightning bolt, kill target player. Uh, he mountain walked for my life total plus some. So that was round one. Uh, round two, I lost. We're just going straight. Yeah, we're going straight the whole way, dude. Um, round two, I lost to Dave's chaos boarding trick. Mm -hmm. Round three, I played against Brett, who was on a very mana-hungry reanimator mm -hmm. deck. Um, mm -hmm. I beat him in game one after he strips me four times and then can't cast anything because he killed all of his own lands as well. And I'm just jamming him with one mana and two mana one ones. Um, game two, I get mind twisted for my hand and a gloom and still almost win. Uh, game three comes down to him at one life, locking me out, attacking for four every turn. I'm facing off one gloom again. I have four aioli piles in my deck I haven't seen, so I spend five turns drawing a card, activating ring renewal, drawing two more cards, digging for a single aioli pile to win the game. Uh, what I did not realize is I could have just cast two copies of Ication Javelinier, made him have the removal for both, because if I get to untap, I win the game. Um, I knew he boarded in Terror and Immolation, so I didn't think I could just comfortably play one um, Javelinier and pass. Looking back, I probably should have just like shrugged, jammed two javelineers, and asked him if he had it. Yeah. So anyway, zero and three, uh, three game wins, <clears throat> six game losses. So, um, I think I called two and six, but I also called Something one and like two. That. So Something like that, yeah. I mean, we'll you take might, it. You might have called zero and three. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, the deck uh, did what I wanted to do. I had a blast. I jammed yeah. a bunch of uh, unsleeved magic, made people uncomfortable. Although not I'm very so. happy that you played this deck. Yeah, it was, it was super fun. Sometimes you like to. You like the spiky a little bit, so I and I don't know if I could say your decks are bad, but then you like you show up with like you know right. well they're objectively not optimized, right? Like I'm not playing the deck, I'm not playing shops, <laughs> I'm not playing counter burn, I'm not playing yeah. four disenchants and four swords, but like winning is a theme in my decks. Like I, I winning want to, is a theme. I want to do well, mm -hmm. right? Okay, and we can get into that idea. later. Yeah. Like I I do want to do well, but I like solving the puzzle. That's why I like playing Sly or like I like playing this white weenie deck, like. Even grossly overpowered, I had lines to win. I just had to find them. Yeah. And like when you get mind twisted for hand, you just lose. And if you're playing all fallen empires, you were gonna lose anyway. Who was that against you? Mind twist. Who, uh, who Brett Ferguson mind twist right for hand. Okay. Right. Which is hilarious because I had a conversation. He was playing. He was playing with power too, so that matters, right. right? So he's like powering mind twist. Okay. And I still almost won. And that's what's crazy is like there's a theory with White Weenie that you just swarm and clinch against the deck. You just make them have it. Yeah. And. Uh, again, I would have won the match if I just made him have it. If I just jammed double Ication um, Javelineers, he, he didn't have it. <clears throat> yeah, live and learn. Um, nice. So I'll talk about. Yeah. yeah speaking yeah. of unsleeved decks, right? In a bar. <clears throat> so I yeah, uh, I talked about this earlier. I think where I wanted to play unsleeved as well because I don't get to play in person that often, uh, old school or, or anything really. Um, and so I'm like, I'm unsleeving this my black cards, and I'm going to play them in this tournament. And these are these are these are good black cards. These are um, you know cards that normally you would not see being unsleeved. So I'll just say what I played was basically a I wanted to play with Nightmare and I wanted to play with Jews of Jen. And so the deck was built around four disc, four maze, four nightmare, four Jews of Jen. So that was basically what, what I'm what I'm building around. 
Right, and this is a 100% proxy-friendly tournament. Proxy-friendly. How many proxies were in your deck? <clears throat> I did not play any proxies. So these are real Jusums. These are real Jusums. Really these are real being shuffled. Real 5th edition Nightmares. Right. Yeah. Uh, wow. Right. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. with a good one, one beta Nightmare. One beta right. Nightmare. But yeah. the 5th edition have a better frame, right? It's like thicker. Mm, not the beta, though. Then 4th. 5th edition is the best-looking white border. Right, you've convinced me of this. I used to be a 4th yes. edition guy, but 5th edition also has Ice Age reprints. It does. But we're getting uh, off track. With better art, some of it. Uh, the Gloom is better in 5th edition, I'll give you that. Uh, Earthquake's better. Anyway, we're getting way off track. Hurricane. Good. Um, so, yes. Those cards, so those, what, 16 cards I played, I went back and forth with Hymns and Sinkholes and Paralyze and Weakness. So I ended, the deck ended up having, the main ended up having two Paralyze, two Weakness, uh, three, I think three terror. I think one terror was in the side, or maybe it was four terror in the main. I might have just played four terror in the main because I, I think I played four terror. Terror is ridiculously good in old school. It's underplayed. Kills Especially Sarah, with kills this group Gibb. of people because but, they're probably not playing black. Right. With our meta, it's generally going to be like yeah, green dudes and red dudes. So terror just way overperforms. Um, so how many mind twists did you have in your 75? Zero. I don't play mind twists because we're all playing for fun here. Right. And I'm also not playing powered, and mine twist is just not. It is not as good when you can't power it out. Right, right but like to, if I play it, yeah. To be fair, you just don't own an unlimited Mox Jet because that would have absolutely been on the table. It would have right? been on the table if I owned an unlimited Black Lotus. It would have been on the table. Um, I do have the best Chaos Orb in old school by far. That's just demonstrably true. Yeah, yeah I would agree it, with it you. It is objectively true. It is a Chaos Orb that I got from Ben. And it is great. It was, it is an unlimited, right? It's alpha also cut. Alpha cut. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Unlimited alpha cut. Then. Altered chaos orb. Uh, I also have. Uh, What's the card with the dot on the back? It's a fifth edition Neth disc. Yeah, it's a fifth edition okay. disc that has an ink, big ink blot on the back that somebody like sharpied on the back of it. So. Right. So Brian was going for the extra value of knowing when he was going to draw Nevenerals disc right. and uh, his copy of chaos orb. Yeah, uh, chaos orb is alpha cut. The Soul Ring is alpha cut, but it's revised. Right, but I've been made it, so Ring. it's legal in Swedish. Yeah, it's legal in Swedish. Um, I also have a couple of other alpha, like one of my Paralyzes alpha and one of the Weaknesses alpha. Uh, all right, yeah. which of course you did just so you're playing fair. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you don't know what it is either. No. So yeah, I have four cards. I don't know what they are. Right. They're one of the. It's one of the four cards. It could so be I'm anything. Like, it could be anything. Even a boat. Uh, yeah, even a boat. So I'm playing. I ended up playing. I think I ended up putting in 18 swamps for the. Um, for the nightmares, three factories. Uh, the correct art, which is the dark green summer factory. I don't know which ones uh, I what have. What is this band doing? Please turn off the road. I don't know what you're doing. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't even know which um, season factory I have. It's just the cheap ones for when I was building an anti 40k deck. Uh, four mazes. I said that one strip mine in the main, one strip mine in the sideboard. For whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe maybe. maybe I think really I'm playing trying, uh, trying to win the library matchup, or if somebody four mazes me, right? Like if somebody just dumps a bunch of mazes on me, um, that's that's pretty rough. I am playing the sinkholes, uh, and I ended up putting him in the sideboard, which I know is probably very weird. So this is the way I thought about that. Like I'm playing the long game. Like I'm I'm trying to beat you with nightmares. Uh, oh, and three singer, three singer vampires in the main. So I think that that was that's about sixty cards. Um, a, demo a demonic tutor in the main. So, thinking about how I'm building the deck, 
you know, like originally I think I had four him in the main. I'm like, how many sinkholes do I play? I'm trying to get this deck down to like 60, 61 cards. And I thought about like, I'm, I'm playing the long game, so I, I don't want to draw him on turn 10. Like, this is not what I want, but yet a sinkhole late is very good. Like, a sinkhole, I can kill a factory late, I can kill a maze late. They're just much better to me later than drawing the him because I, I can't interact with anything, you know. Like, not that either one is an instant, but like I was saying to Brad, I was like, if you top deck a him, you're just, I mean, or top deck a maze, you're just playing it, right? Like, I have no way to get it out of, the, out of your hand with a him, but at least I can get it off the board with a sinkhole. And, and maze would just, a lot of mazes would just ruin me. And if if QFF is not known for something, it is known for playing mazes in many decks. So, right, we're going to be uh, attacking you with small green creatures and playing Ice Storm and maze. Yeah. Um, so the sideboard was the four hymns, which most of the time they came in um, only because I'm like, okay, if I've got to deal with bolts or if I've got to deal with artifacts or something like that, like hymns would come in because I can't deal with them on the board very well. And so, so sideboards, four hymns, four piles, two royal assassins, and then a bunch of singleton copies of like another sinkhole, another terror, an ashes to ashes, which never came in. Uh, I'm probably missing something, something else, right? Like a strip mine or something. That's about 15 cards. Um, so I ended up going two and one, ended up getting second place. Right, which we'll we'll spoil the finals deck we'll spoil later. The final. Um, I ended up first game went o two or went two o against a like Arabian aggroish burn power deck. This is Noah's deck. This is right? Noah's deck that I honestly had no idea how I was like. He played a turn one flying man. And I was like, all right, well, how, I'm, do, you, I'm how gonna, do you beat that, right? I'm just going to play. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm, I'm no way, no way I'm going to beat this, like, blue-red deck. There's no way I'm going to beat this. And I ended up I ended up, ended up, up beating it in two games. Um, what did I board in? I don't remember. I think I boarded in some hymns there because, again, probably scared of bolts. Yeah, I did. I did. Because he, he, he was doing some bolt damage and some chat. Maybe he had chain lightning. I don't even remember. But he's definitely doing bolt damage. So I'm like, all right, maybe I can take some early bolts out of his hand, something like that. Um, a lot of times, Jusums came out. Man, uh, I love me a Jusum, but um, a lot of times they came out, just they were just like a little risky, and it seemed like everybody I was playing, I wanted to make the game long. Um, I wanted to make the game long with discs and with um, Nightmares. And so 2-0 the first game, or 2-0 the first match. Next match, I played Pete, who was... He, like turn one first game like put a juggernaut in play and I'm like alright I'm losing this match for sure and was this with the actual Mishra's Workshop you won an ante at Lobster Gone or one I, of the proxies it, this was I don't maybe it wasn't turn one maybe it might have been turn two jug I can't remember I think he played it off a of vault I think he played it off a of mana vault oh sure land yeah. mana vault code. something like that um, so got destroyed that first game because again I'm playing four terrors in the main and they don't do anything uh, so got destroyed game one I took a long time to sideboard and sideboarded like nine or eleven cards and Pete was like um, you sideboarded a lot of cards there and I was like yeah I have a lot of dead cards so I, I remember that game I, I basically played 
I wanted the rest of the match to go like as long as I could make it and to try to just get disc on the board to deal with these artifacts. So I boarded, I remember boarding out four Jusums. I boarded out the four terrors. So that's eight cards. Uh, I boarded out maybe one or two of other things. I can't remember. So Royal Assassin comes in. Um, a couple of piles come in. Hems come in. Um, you know, like like a pile is good. If I like weakness of Juggernaut and pile it, something, something weird like that, right? Uh, ended up winning the next two games. Um, game two was very good. Game, good, Very good game two. Um, game three, he did not draw very well. Like, I ended up playing, I think, turn three. Royal Assassin, and then attacking him for like five damage until he berserked it to get rid of it because he either, I don't know what he had in his hand, like he, he was on like five or six mana at some point I was able to keep him off six mana at some point by like sinkholing a land, so I, I was like, you know, again, afraid of like try coming down, killing the Assassin but maybe he had like Tetravis in hand I'm not really sure, but anyway, he ended up like squeaking out game three, I really think just because he drew bad uh, he played some elves late. They, uh, you know, I, I just had weakness and paralyzing hand, and he just like I dealt with the elves. Right, and then uh, we'll hold your finals match because I, if you talk about the match, we're going to spoil the winner, and I kind of want to go through everybody else's decks. First. Yeah, we can talk about everybody's deck. We'll, well, we'll there was my deck. Um, I will say I loved shuffling. Man, I just really loved shuffling the uh, unsleep cards. I love the reaction and, you got from a few of our guys who are like a little newer and not as degenerate right. as us. Right. That's like, is, I would say like real, a library. Yeah. Is that a real uh, library? Oh yeah, library was in the main, right? That was another land I forgot. Right? My, my favorite part of this, like I I guess I have to apologize for ruining your library. It's fine. But Brett sitting beside me, Brett is in awe of the fact that you're playing an unsleeved library on a table in a bar in yeah. Gainesville. Yeah. He picks it up to look at it. And I kid you not, if you've ever seen how dealers pick up cards, they they use like their middle finger and their thumb and hold the edges of the card so they don't hold either face right and like as he's holding and looking at it i lean over and i'm like it's just cardboard and he's like no but and i take my finger yeah and i touch the top right corner of the card and i just drag a line diagonal across the card and i tell him you got to get those good oils on it uh, and he slaps my hand and it like scowls at me it was hilarious yeah. i mean this is not you know again none of these cards are are near men like honestly the uh, oh uh Guardian Beast in the main. Forgot about the, the right. Singleton Guardian Beast, which he he comes out a lot too because I just need a spot for a removal card, right? But he's in there to like interact with Chaos Orb. Chaos Orb combo. That's probably the best looking card in the deck. It is probably like very light play, so I'm actually probably hurting a little bit of value of that card by shuffling it. The value. The value. What do I care, right? But uh, most of the other cards are, you know, they're MPHP. We're not like protecting near mint cards here. Um, Right. Yeah, but it was fun, man. Uh, so much easier to shuffle than all our newer cards that are like tough as shit. Like these cards are thirty years old, so like yeah, actually very easy to ripple. They're shuffle. used to being rippled. Yeah. So all right, you want to go through the other decks? Sure, go ahead. Um, I, I made a list while you were talking. Yeah. So Brian's on this black control deck. I was playing Acacia White Weenie. I think the one thing we missed is after Pete posted the prize, um, I did build a sideboard, but I swore to only bring it in against tryhards. So I had uh, three disenchants, two copies of Dust to Dust, one angry mob, which I thought was way funnier than a karma. I had a single copy of uh, Falling Star that I brought in against Dave and flipped on a bunch of creatures. Good. That, that, felt, you that felt really good, good to slam a Falling Star into uh, Vampire Bat and Black Knight, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
And then the rest of it was just nonsense. Like, I had two more Dwarven Catapults because I was really expecting to run into somebody on White Weenie and I just wanted to, like, get them. Um, but anyway, that was that was my deck. Uh, Pete was on Green Robots, like, Workshop uh-huh. with a bunch uh-huh. of green cards. Yeah, he had Elves and uh, other Elves. Yeah. Elves and good Elves. All right, uh, speaking of Elves, um, Dr. Duncan Purvis is on Eureka. Uh, which I wanted to play against this. I, I saw him doing some nonsense. Um, in one game, he slammed Eureka and played uh, Force of Nature, and then Pete plays Icy Manipulator off of it. So Duncan now has to go all in because it's like a turn two Eureka. Right. Uh, so Duncan plays Lord of the Pit. Okay. And Pete plays some random artifact. Duncan plays a Mana Dork. Pete slams Triskelion. And so Duncan dies very quickly to taking all of the damage from these nice. monsters that he casts. Nice. Um, he also lost to another deck, which I mean, I assume you sack, you sack Force of Nature to Lord of the Pit, right? Right, but the trick is still, you still take the damage. Well, you take the damage from the you Force. Take the eight, you take right? the eight. And like you said, still have Lord. I okay. can't talk about but the then other. But you just icy Lord, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to talk about the other horrible misfire I saw of Eureka because again, it spoils the finals deck against Brian. Um, Brett was playing. The other deck that Brent plays, I thought he was going to be on um, Stormseeker Tribal, his deck with Copy Artifacts, Howling Minds, Black Vices, Stormseekers. Um, he did not play that deck, which surprised me, but he played the other deck. He plays a red-black reanimator deck. Um, he added four copies of Workshop to this <laughs> event, yeah. which I think is overkill, but Probably, I yeah. get it. Like You want to jam Workshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did cast Jalen Tom off a of Workshop, which felt gross. I don't actually know how Workshop works, so I'm not sure if you can tap it to activate no, the no, Tom no. or if it's, it's only cast. cast. It's only cast. Yeah. Um, he also played Colossus against me, um, so his plan was to discard cards and reanimate Colossus with Animate Dead. Um, he didn't have any of the tricks like um, Paralyze to untap it for cheaper. Yeah, yeah. He did have Maze of Ith, yep. um, so I assume you can attack for eight and then Maze it yep. after the combat. I did that step. once to block with a. A nightmare against some dips. Yeah, I did. I did maze my nightmare after damage. Yeah, right. I did get to block his Colossus with a banding creature and assign all the damage to it. I assume Colossus tramples. I don't know. I just yeah, gave my guy trample. Okay, good. I gave my guy banding and told him I was assigning all the damage to the bander, <sighs> which is yeah, a blowout. Yeah. Banding, banding is fantastic. Um, but Brett's deck was really cool. I super enjoyed my match. Uh, brief tangent. Apparently, I make scowly, angry faces when I'm thinking, and I promise you I'm having a good time when I'm playing Magic because I'm trying to solve the puzzle, right? I want to find the line to get there. I had three different people yesterday ask me if I was okay or if I was mad at them, and I was not. I was just trying to sort out, like, how do I get through this lab really hard? Right, right. Uh, One of it was in our redacted anti-format when I was playing uh, Gangster Sly, just straight out of 97. Um, Obviously, trading Goblin Bullies in for orcs because they don't exist in black order but that that's a tangent anyway uh, Brett was on reanimator it was a sweet deck I got to listen to he and Brian talk shop afterwards about like how to make changes I'm sure he'll show up with it next time and be even better yeah that was about talking about gloom right, right. Like, and he kills me with dwar- <clears throat> uh, ribbon Turnbull in the nice. last game which I thought was fantastic nice. yeah it man any deck like I, I played in the you know the, the guild house little games whatever we had a couple months ago like I want all the jam, prizes in that. Jam right? more gold cards in your deck. They look so good. Right. Um, I yeah. somehow won like best unpowered, best mono red deck, and best goblin deck because <laughs> there aren't enough orcs in old school, so I had to play goblin balloon brigade. So that got me an extra prize. That was sick. Um, 
We have three more decks to talk about. I'm going to go with Dave's deck we kind of mentioned earlier, which was Stone Throwing Devils, Vampire Bats, Bad Moon, Black Sly. Uh, he built it because we were playing in Gainesville, and it's a swamp, so he called it Swamp Sly. Super cool deck. His sideboard was full of powerful hate bullshit, and he chaos boarded me. That's all I'm going to say about Did, it. Uh, you have Unholy Strength in there? Is he playing like enough creatures for Unholy uh, Strength? He's probably, but he's not going to play it because um, Dave is another one of those guys like me that he can't get two for one. Well, he wants to have fun, but he's not going to get two for one in the you know service of a good time. Right. So um, he did have one Drain Life in the main, which came up in uh, our game. Oh yeah, that Drain Life's in my main. See cards I'm missing here. Yeah, yeah. I like how you have Beta not Alpha because you have a mana symbol instead of the letter B. Well, you know, some of this is cost, right? Like, you know, ten dollars for a Beta or. Right. I ran into this with my for Swedish alpha. red deck. The same thing. Like, I couldn't find beta shatters, and somebody in Guildhouse had alpha shatters, and I yeah. went to message him, and I realized he wanted $60 a piece, and I about threw up and just yeah. decided I would play the one main deck shatter. I'm playing two detonates in that deck because... I, mean, I, would love the, I would love the alphas, but, you know, it's fine. I'll, it's I'll fine. settle for beta. All right. Um, Noah, who's, like, a relative newcomer to our group, although he is a Gainesville local, so... There are three old school players in Gainesville, four if you count me, because I will drive an hour, 45 minutes to play old school in a bar on a weekday because my job is a joke. Um, Dave was on rug aggro, basically. Is that fair to say? So in the Arabian Nights, red, blue, green. You mean um, you mean Noah? Noah, no, Noah. sorry. Um, or was he not on green? Was he on just red, blue? I don't think he had green. I so think he, it was just red, like... Arabian aggro. Yeah, yeah, bird. yeah. Well, yeah, so he had... Uh, dibs. I saw dibs. Flying men. I saw uh, what's it? The Ironclaw. Orcs. Ironclaw orcs. Um, I saw bolts. He had power. He, he definitely cast wheel and a time twister. Uh, not in the same game. Right. So this, he's um, definitely just red blue counter. Yeah, red blue. I didn't see any counter spells. Well, maybe he was just trying to win the game. I don't think I saw counter spells. It's better to just win the game than play counter spells. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought about that in my game two with him. I was like, well, I got to board these hymns in because he's just going to counter something later. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I, but I didn't see any. I don't think. So if you're very observant, you'll notice that I mentioned I played against a goblin player right earlier, right. and we've gone through seven decks, and none of them are goblins. Right. So the last entrant in the event is John, which is Pete's older brother. Uh, super cool dude. He showed up just having the best time of anybody there. Right. Just super chill, ready to play. He played a goblin deck that had basic forest in it. Yep. And uh, had Pendlehaven. Yep. And he cast a pretty turn, good turn two um, red-green 2-2 two -two goblin from the dark. Yep. I'm not That's sure what it's called. Scarwood, right? Uh, it is Scarwood Goblin. The other is Marsh Goblin, which is a red-black 1-1. One -one. So, yeah. Okay. Scarwood Goblin. Um, in game one against him, uh, we get to a stalled board state. I have Hand of Justice and two creatures. I also have 16 life. Uh, on his turn, he goes, well, might as well be risky. Bolt you. Cool. Go to 13. Bolt you. Cool. Go to 10. Bolt you. Cool. Go this to This is all like main six. phase bolts. Yeah. He's, 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 he's this is how he plays. He's just like, here's my hand. Can right. I, I'm winning. Yeah. Bolts me three times and then grenades his king, leaving me at one life. He has no board. He just has basic lands. Right. No creatures <laughs> in play. No cards in hand. I have you know, three creatures, a ton of mana. I draw a card, attack for five, play a creature. He untaps, draws a lightning bolt, and I evaporate. Yeah. I win game two, and then in game three, that's where he has two Goblin Kings, three one ones, and we all figure out how Giant Growth works together, right. and I die. Right. He was having a blast. Super fun opponent. Would play him again. 11 out of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he yeah, goes 
2-0 and into the finals yep. where he plays Brian and obviously beats Brian to win the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I can talk about that match. Yeah. Sure. How's that um, match going? So I knew it was on Goblins, right, because right. we're sitting on a table that's only like six feet long. Right. And so how does it feel losing a prize card you could have given to me to go right. in my deck? Uh, I tried. I, I, I really I, tried. I know I, you did. Again, I appreciate I, every it. one of my matches, honestly, every one of them, um, I, I literally thought I was... I literally thought I was going to lose game two of every match. So like I see, I see everybody's deck. I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm beating this right with fucking Nev's disc and, and nightmares. Um, so he does beat me game one. And uh, was that the Goblin Grenade game or was that game three? I really he he, he has Goblin Grenade in probably every game. Um, I right. did. So he beats me game one. So again, I board in again, board out all four Jusums come out. Um, and I basically board in everything that can kill a goblin. So I board in the terror, or I think maybe maybe I don't have a terror in the side. I can't remember anything kill a goblin. So I board in the piles. Um, I board in the drain. Man, every let me talk about drain life because uh, I didn't talk about it earlier. Every time I think every one of my matches I boarded in the third drain life. It's so good, especially in just like long game. I can take care of early creatures with little cards. I can gain two life. I can gain four life. I can kill a juggernaut with it. Like, so good. So I'm always boarding in the third drain life. And so game two, um, we're kind of even. And I maybe I get a little ahead of him with something. I, I don't really remember. I don't I don't board in the, the Royal Assassins because they're kind of slow. Um, but ends up he was, like, low on red mana. Like, he had, like, Pendle Havens... Yeah, Pendle Haven play and two forest, basic forest, yeah. basic forest, and I he kept he kept being low on mountains, and every time he played a mountain, I'd sinkhole him just to keep him off of like playing a goblin and grenading at the same turn. Right. right? It, this is when you asked me about it, right? Like, do I get priority in the? Answer I wanted to no. make sure because I I thought that was right, but I was like, yeah, like if he plays a goblin, he could just immediately grenade it because I don't get priority between the like right you want the resolution priority. of the goblin. And then he automatically gets priority or get right. to so cast when, the Goblin Right, so when the stack's empty and it's his turn, active player has priority. Right. The only way for you to get it is him to pass to another phase, or if he casts a spell, put something on the stack. Right. But Goblin Grenade says additional cost, I got to cast. So by the time you get priority, there's no target right. for your removal. So I have to do everything. Like, I have to just kill Goblins as they come in and hope he doesn't have, um, like, keeping off two red is good for me. So I'm just like, I'm not even sinkholing Pendlehaven, I'm sinkholing Mountains. And he, I, I eventually win game. Uh, I think I probably disc in game two because I think he had some board. I think I ended up disking, and so I eventually game win game two with nightmare. Uh, actually, with two nightmares, I think. I think I ran it long enough to get two nightmares in play. So game three, uh, again, mono red stuff happens. I think he gets me to like twelve very quickly, and slowly like eats me down to like five life. He's at like 18 or something. I have five life. He gets me down to two. Oh, yeah. I play a turn one library this game. So, right. I, this is the game I looked over, and you have a nightmare in play. No, what? that was probably game two. I don't was think. I, yeah, I didn't have a nightmare. I had three nightmares in my hand. Oh, okay. In game three. And you can't play them because you're spending your eyes library. Right. Trying I'm trying to, to library to gain either. to. I'm trying to library to gain life. Like, I'm trying to library into drain life to get me. Above five, basically. So you can safely play uh, yeah. Nightmare. And I only had three swamps in play. So if I play a Nightmare, he could just bolt the Nightmare. 
uh, because I, ha I think I had like library, three swamps, I had a strip in play, and I had a, a mistress factory in play. So what I was doing was basically librarying and dealing him two damage with factory. Um, and he was like top decking kind of, right? Sure. Um, so he has lands in play and he's top decking. And so eventually uh, he gets me to like four, or he gets me to two. I end up drain lifing a goblin king, go to four. And then he draws a card, he looks at it, and he just kind of sits there, and he's holding it. And I'm like, okay, and he does have a mountain in play. I'm like, all right, you're just holding a goblin. <laughs> like, right. you're holding a goblin waiting for you to draw a right. goblin grenade. And then so, like, well, I don't know, one or two turns later, he ends up, like, playing the goblin, playing the goblin grenade, deals me five damage, I'm in four, I'm dead. Right. Wins he wins. The, wins yeah. the tournament. There were actually audible cheers. There was, like, cheer. They're like, oh! Yeah. The red-green yeah. goblin yeah. deck with basic forest, yeah. scarwood goblin, and giant growth. Uh, yes. When I when I had... Uh, I was on the... Yeah, I was on the draw, right? Because I, I won game two, library in hand. I'm like, good lord, there's... I'm going to just destroy this with a turn one library. And I probably drew five or six cards off the library, and yeah, he ends up winning. Like, just I could not get out of the damage, and I could not play a creature fast enough to like really do anything. Right? I can't. Um, yeah, I couldn't do anything. So that was it. It was that was game. Yeah. So um, some takeaways for me. Uh, super happy. John wins the event with the People's Champion deck. Right. I think that was incredibly fitting based on who we are. Unpowered, right? He's unpowered. Oh, I'm, un I'm unpowered. Very cool. Like, not only is finals, he, both unpowered. Right. Yeah. Not only is he unpowered, Pete pulls me aside and says, I tried to hand my brother a Wheel of Fortune to put in this deck. Uh, and he goes, No, nah, it's cool, man. <laughs> like, that's yeah, just John's yeah. attitude. He's like, I could put in this I'm spell. I'm just going to top deck. And yeah, he's like, I'm just going to draw, burn, and kill you. So yeah. it's okay. Um, super cool. Like, um, you and I talked a little bit off of, like, off the podcast about this, but I would not go back to that venue for the kind of event we played only because it took a long well, time. It, it was hot. It was crowded. Like, again, it was whatever. Yeah, maybe in October outside. this is fine because yeah, we're going to get outside. It was just hot. And for some reason, the guy comes over at like 9.30 and turns on the air conditioner above us. Right. I, I don't know what was and happening. And we started a little after for six. For the first probably. three hours yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, but again, this gets into like, I just really want to play Magic. Right, that's yep. what I want to do. Um, like Brian came down, he crashes me on the way to the yeah. event. What you're saying about the venue is it doesn't have to be a bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. and and I get the fact that a lot of old school players are a few years older than me. They're like middle forties probably, uh, and it's escapism for a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, and just they're in a different place in their life maybe than me. But like, I drink occasionally, but I don't do a very good job at it. I'm not good at drinking. I don't know when to turn it off. So I'm kind of all or nothing. So knowing that, you and I talked about this yeah. going into the weekend. I am not a drinker either. Right. I set yeah. myself a limit. Like, I'm going to have two beers all yeah. day. Yeah. So I had one at Lucy's for the pregame when we had Did you finish wings. that? Uh, yeah, I had okay. a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, right, right, right. it's a Red Deck Wins yeah. working it class. the cheapest beer on the, way it on the menu. It was $3 yeah. for 16 ounces, which yeah. seems like great value. It's basically yeah. a lightning value, bolt. Right? Basically yeah. a lightning bolt. Um, and then we got to the event, and I got a Session Brown IPA. Um, I love IPAs, but I have an allergy. So I can have one every month usually. It's the same thing with mangoes. Um, I had one. I paid the guy, you know, five or six bucks for it. He's like, you want to open a tab? I'm like, no, this is it for me. Yeah. And then yeah. I switched to water. Right. So, um, again, Same like, with me. I think I had 2.8 beers right. in the entire day. Yeah. And I could, I would have been fine if we did this at a coffee shop. Um, I, we had a suite at the residence inn. Mm -hmm. They had a great little downtown area with a, or downtown, uh, downstairs, downstairs area yeah. with a breakfast nook. We could have jam there. 
Um, but again, you know, what we're saying is jam anywhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't like have the, to go to a bar. If you go to a bar, that's cool. You don't have to go to a bar and it, it'd be 99 degrees. We're not really, yeah. While we enjoyed it, what we're saying is jam anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. And I get the, you don't want to play it in LGS because it's kind of weirdos. Yeah. We had two yeah. guys that were playing actual new frame cards. They were playing like yeah. modern. We did have a couple people. Yeah, something. people playing outside. Right. Uh, good Lord. They were, it was modern five, right? Oh, there's another thing about playing uh, sleeveless. Your cards start to curl because your hands are sweating. Right. I think my deck actually gained mass during the event <laughs> right. just yeah. from soaking yeah. up water in the environment. Um, and we had a couple people come up to us because we not only played the tournament there, we some of us jammed Type One, we jammed some other formats, and like I've like right now me and Dave are playing Type when, One. When you say Type One, this is classic. This is yeah, a classic Type One. Yeah. That goes from Alpha to Scourge, so only old border. It tries to pretend to be legacy, no vintage. It tries to pretend to be vintage in 2003 before yeah, the new frame. Pre new frame, yeah. right? Um, so there's power dual lands everywhere, yes. but they're all fakes. Yeah, but like half of my deck is proxies. Um, and so me and Dave, Dave is playing Psychotog, He's right? Growatog, okay. Which is and, one of the best. Oh yeah, so yeah, he has the green card. He has Kyrian Dryad, Dryad in there. Yeah. Um, and I am just playing Storm. Uh, again, a little bit off old school here. I'm just playing Storm with one win condition, which is one tendrils, and every other card of the deck is just broken. Right. So except for lands, which I guess they're not really a lot broken, of the, but a lot of the lands in that the, format are broken. The other cards are just broken. So tutoring for tutors, and, right? So like game one, um, and we're just you know jamming, not really playing anything. Game one, I went on game, went on turn two, um, and kind of a slow start, I guess. A slow start, yeah, for for storm. Went on turn two, and then. But some of what I was saying is like somebody did come over and they're like looking at me on the table. I have like a a, a lion's eye on the table. I have a lotus on the table. I've got power on the table. Your graveyard is like twister, wheel of fortune, right? Yeah, yeah, tutor, right? Yeah, and. Everybody's like, "What the hell are y'all playing?" Right? And we're oh, these are like proc, right? Proxies. So, uh, but it was cool. Like people come up to you, and like that, that is very fun to like talk to people that come up and like, "Oh, I know magic. What are y'all doing?" Right? Right? Yeah. I know magic. Well, we're playing some nonsense. Yeah, uh, we're playing. <laughs> yeah, but it's great, right? Because everybody that plays this format knows the format's broken, and everybody plays broken stuff. So you're kind of all on the same level, right? You, I have to. I mean. I can't storm if you've got a forcible in hand. Like that's the reason I'm playing duress. So I'm like duressing you before I try to storm. Right. And my deck's win yeah. condition is slam the abyss, play morphling, and morphling is actual Superman in this format. Right. Because damage on the stack. There will be another yeah. episode about me ranting about yeah. this. We can talk. Yeah, type one's great. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, type one's great. The other formats of nonsense we're playing. Uh, we played some Alpha Two Alliances, Anti, some Triple A. Right. Um, this is another format that I think is great because it's regional. Like the guys out yep. west have their own rule set where they allow the apocalypse pain lands. Yep. Um, the is it the Evan Hand guys that have like their own cards they made for the event? Yeah, they, they, they have did, yeah, 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 have yeah, abilities. Yeah. They also ban Mind Twist, which I think is probably the best thing to do. Mind okay. Twist is a terrible magic card. Uh, come at me, I'm soft. You know, I also like one strip mind format, so be sure to get your hate. I just, on yeah, the I mean. It, I right. play magic. We, we, we talked about this right it. earlier about like you have two different tiers of old school. Like you have old school where you're trying to win, and old school where you're like, I don't care if I win. Let's just jam some old school. Right. Let's if just you're just jamming old school. Why are you playing mind twist? Like, right. And I can say, oh, why am I playing library? But come on, I'm librarying into paralyze. Give me a break. Like it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you're you're using your power to play a bunch of cobalt into wheel of fortune right. into crusade into magical act. Right. Which is what I would do if I had power. Okay. Yeah. That seems like my kind of party. Just 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Tell yeah. this story about a strange religion, right? Um, but we played uh, Alpha Do Alliances. Do you want to talk about that game? Because I kind of want to talk about the pregame, honestly. Um, sure. I, I am playing the most broken fair deck I could come up with. Okay. Um, I spent a bunch of time on the Classic Dojo website, which basically archives the old tryhard articles from 95 to 98, 99. Uh, uh. Um, Chris Cade was playing a deck called Prison. It was originally called Icicle. It was a mono-white and then eventually morphs into white-blue with alliances for Arcane Denial. Yep. Um, but it's basically Artifact Prison. You get Howling Mine, not Howling Mine, you get Winter Orb, you mm. get Icy Manipulator, you get Ivory Tower. It played a single copy of Black Vice because it was restricted in Type 2 at the time. It played a single copy of Felden's Cane, which was also restricted. Uh, um, it started out as a three land tax deck. You're basically playing land tax tower and then right. four Armageddons, right. which is hilarious because you just blow up everyone's land. Right. Four strip mines, four Armageddons is a real thing. I had a super fun time playing it. Uh, four at the gods, four sword supply shares, four distant chance. Did you have four strips in there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, my deck was four strip. I think I was only on three Armageddon's because I tried to buy some from a guy at the guild house and he decided not to sell to me, uh, so I couldn't get enough in time. But I was on three Wrath, three Armageddon, four Swords of Plowshares, two copies of Exile, which is a three mana instant from Alliances. Mm -hmm. Remove target attacking creature from the game. You gain life equal to its power. Yep. So it's more expensive than Swords, but probably more fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. But the rest of the deck is just me killing creatures, right? I had Disenchants, I had right. Divine Offerings, I had all the creature removal. Um, I'm just trying to value people. The deck had a bunch of, like, one-ofs because it's an anti-format, so I'm playing one Demonic Tutor, one copy of Contract from Below. Yep. Um, in order to cast these spells and the Latinam's Legacy I played, which is one of my favorite cards from Alliances, blue one instant, shuffle a card from your hand back into your deck, draw two cards at the beginning of next upkeep, Yep. So it's kind of in there as protection against like the Hematorak decks. Yeah. I can kind of like double cycling yeah, for like the next upkeep. I yeah. hide my Armageddon when they cast him. Right. And then I draw three cards on my next turn, which is two for the trigger, one for my draw step. So you kind of undo the damage, although Hematorak is still a hell of a card. Yeah. Um, so I'm basically playing this white prison deck, splashing a bunch of cards. I'm able to splash because of Ice Age Duel, so I have Atacar Waste, Underground River, and a single revised copy of Scrubland, nice. which is okay. stamped with the QFF stamp. Good. So, so we're getting some value here. Value. Yeah, yeah, you've got to have value. But we don't really care about value. Right? I don't care about value. According yeah. to Manastack, the deck is worth $700. Right. But really, it's probably like $300. Yeah. Also, those are probably near mint prices, and all of my cards I buy in good condition right. off of Card Kingdom, or I haggle people on the internet. Right. Uh, so my deck... So... The whole time I'm like gaming you, right? Oh, you, I'm, you, I'm also gaming you because I told you the truth. I'm playing the. I'm playing. A I fair figured deck. you were playing. No, I figured you were playing this white deck, right? Um, but I do believe that it's a fair deck because I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to win off of one millstone and one black vice. Yeah, the and you have every tower that kind of right. like is. Yeah. It, the the yeah. last cut for the deck was actually Felden's game. Okay. I yeah. played 62 cards. I was able to cut to 60, and then I realized I didn't. You have, should have just cut bird. Well, I realized Honestly. I was at 60. I realized I didn't have contract or bird, so I put those in. So that was yeah. 61 and 62. Um, the last real cut was Felden's Cane. And again, I'm trying to play Fair Magic. I want to beat the decks that are trying to play Fair Magic, right? So the the trampling, hasty, red-green, Stormbind mm -hmm. decks. I think I beat them. Um, against Necro, I'm not so sure. That's How many I, I have Ivory one Towers are you playing? 
Um, I am playing two copies of Ivory Tower. You have both of them in play. Right. I yeah. couldn't, yeah. So I, like, I draw a lot of cards. I think right? I had a chance if you wouldn't have gotten the Ivory Towers in play. Sure. And that's um, the thing, like, I, Ivory Tower is kind of like my safety valve. People play Black Vice in this format, so I overload on Artifact Destruction. Uh-huh. Um, but the plan is, like, just try to stay alive. Against Necro, like I say, I have a Millstone, which is not going to win me the game. Really, I'm going to win by Black Vicing them to keep them from drawing cards. Yeah. I have... Um, serrated arrows and icy manipulator to keep their creatures down. I can't cast swords to plowshares or exile um, on their guys, so I have to wrath them. So, like, say you played like a Pete White Weenie deck. I think I'd destroy Pete. Like, I have four copies of swords to plowshares. I have okay, two kill those dudes. Right. So, I mean, are you winning by just milling him? No, I'm winning by taking away his soul. Right. This is the thing about the deck. <laughs> four <laughs> copies of Armageddon. In my case, three because I, I don't right. have. But I mean, like, actually, how are you winning? Is it just, you just end up doing the mill plan? Right. Yeah. So basically, I take all his resources away. So people against control decks, like. They will probably hold a creature back, but they'll play all their lands because they're looking to like use their mana. Right, 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 right. So a lot of times I can just set up artifact mana. I have Soul Ring and four copies of Belwar Stone. Mm-hmm. And so I can just Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Trade one for one a time or two, Armageddon, and really slow them down. Like in our game, I was able to like slam Armageddon on you. Yeah. And, because I just want to go slow. Like I don't want to lose early. So Armageddon tends to do that. Like right. Wrath them, trade down something, Armageddon. Um, but again, like that was my game plan. Like I just want to mill everybody, so I have no creatures anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, for a while, I was splashing green to get a copy of Regrowth and a copy of the six-one Shroud guy, yes. Deadly Insect. Yes. Um, but I decided <coughs> just to go creatureless in general. So yeah. I want to give my opponent dead cards. I am trying to beat the fair decks. I do that by blanking their cards and taking them down a road they're not prepared to fight on. I don't care about the damage step. I'm trying to mill you. Right. Uh, even if you kill my millstone, I don't really care because people are playing contract in this format, so they're really starting the game with 45 cards in their library at best, right? They draw seven. No, less than that. They draw seven, they ante, they ante another card on contract, draw seven more. So, mm-hmm. like, the millstone plan is real. Yes. That's why That's I shade from two to one. Right. Because even if I hit them twice, I just don't play my contract and decker them in an hour and a half, right? Uh, so I was on a similar... What do I need to do here? You're going left. You're left here. <clears throat> so I'm looking at the decks that, like, people are playing here. And, you know... Watch out, bird. Good lord, I almost hit that bird. Yeah, it's fine. He moved. Uh, so you're talking about, I'm, like... I'm going to... Yeah, you talk while I make this turn and I get killed. Sure. So, like, level zero in this format is Necro is the best deck. Like, four-strip Necro in a format that allows Demonic Consultation and Demonic Tutor and Mind Twist, and Hymn to Torak, and Sinkhole, and Dark Ritual, right. and really effective Knights. Right. Necro is tier zero. It's the best deck in the format. Yeah. And then to fight that, you assume people play White Weenie because they get access to 12 protection from Black Knights. Yeah. In White Knight, the order from Fallen Empires, the order from Ice Age, and then just effective White Weenie bullshit, uh-huh. right? And so the next level is... What kills all those cards? Uh, so you play a red deck that has access to Pyroclasm, okay. Lightning Bolt, and Earthquake if you want it, right? Uh-huh. So the first time I played an anti-format in this rule set, I got to this level and stopped. And I played red-black, so I had access to all of the black stuff, to Dark Ritual, and I played Rook Eggs, uh-huh. which you know went into my play oh, Earthquake plan. Egg in, the, in the disc deck. Okay. Right. Yeah. So so that you just kind of level yourself and that's how I ended up on my white prison deck because I wanted to beat the decks that were trying to beat white Winnie and Necro. So this is how I ended up on my deck. It's like, all right, people are people are talking about playing these decks or they're, you know, 
I mean, I, I see people talking about land tax and wheels, and we're, we're, we're trying to, sometimes I feel like people try to maximize their deck too much, right? And I'm going to scour the internet for these cards and make my, you know, I, 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 I'm just kind of like... You're saying somebody's going to read an article from 1995 about how to win type two and then try to make that a deck um, like I did? Maybe. Maybe. Or they're, or they're just worried. Maybe some people are worried too much about value. Right. Right. Not, and, to, not to interrupt, but um, we've got to be in the left lane here to make this interchange. Okay. And then it's straight on until we get to Wake Rose. Um, but I, I kind of like don't like to... One, I don't, I don't like to scour the internet for things people played. And so I wanted to come up with something that, like, all right, I'm going to beat these decks that, you know, are playing these creatures or are playing Necro or or whatever, right? Um, so, I mean, I feel like a good way to beat Necro is to also play Necro. And I'm a black player, so I'll play some Necros here. But I'm like, maybe I'll just play a bunch of Burn, right? So if I play a bunch of Burn, then this deck morphed a little bit. We're like, all right, I'm going to just play a bunch of burn, and I'm going to just try to burn somebody as fast as possible. Like, just... Right, and you did probably 40 damage in our game. The second I did ivory so tower, much damage. The second ivory tower is why I won. Yeah. I was in single-digit life on several turns with two ivory towers and a full hand. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would gotten you down to at least below six, right? Like, I had to have. I was at five once. I actually have the sheet here somewhere. We'll talk about me keeping yeah, life yeah, total on pen yeah, and paper. Yeah. Um, but I was, for like, eight and 11 a lot of times. Um, so... Ended up, my deck finally came down to, and I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not playing bird because I, I don't care. What if I care about losing a necro? Like, I'm gonna, a bird is just another card in my deck that right. I spend a mana on. And, and that's just the way I'm. That's well, here's that's my like philosophy, right? Yeah, like, here's here's my deck's whatever. philosophy. It's like, I'm playing a broken deck. I'm playing a dual land. I'm playing a bunch of nonsense. You don't want to lose your duel. That's well. Part of it's I don't want to lose my duel. If I lose to one of you guys, I'm happy because like it yeah. came. If you lose it to me, I'm just gonna give it back to you because I don't want to take your duel land. Right. You well, that's that's very. Me, you don't need the duel land anymore. Right. Like, that's that's very nice of you. But like honestly, like I got it from Maxwell, who's another one of our QFF guys. If I lose it to one of the guys in Anti, it's just gonna stay in the group. I know it's not going to some value grinder with their seven dollar TCG damage mono red deck. Right. Yeah. Like it's not gonna get sold somewhere. Yeah, shout, shout out to you, buddy. But um. In either case, like, because I know that my deck takes an hour to win, I understand that I'm just going to win Chronicles copies of Jeweled right? Yeah. I, I sent you this message, like, my deck is terrible from an expected value standpoint because right. I stand to lose, You're like... You're only going to win a Jeweled Bird, yeah. Right, I'm going to lose $13. Like, any, like, my deck value divided by the deck size, I'm going to lose $13 every time I lose. I'm going to win $0.17. Cent, right? right, so I have yeah. to, I have to yeah. win a lot. Yeah, so that's what I intend to do. <clears throat> so, um... Red black is what I was playing. It kind of morphed a little bit where, you know, and then I end up like, I don't know how I ended up on Land's Edge. I don't really know I love how. it and I was confused as hell. I think I made faces at you. I expected you on Necro. So you wanted me, I you expected, expected you, me on Mono Black Necro. No, I did not. I expected you on Necro splashing Sulphurous Springs and a single city of brass to play Pyroclasm and Lightning Bolt. Because but why I, would I play Pyroclasm because if I'm Pete, playing Knights? Because Pete's on White Weenie, right? Yeah, but but so but you I'm, play, but I'm, but I'm, but you I'm play I'm playing bolts. I'm playing, no, you well, play, you, but you didn't know that again. Right, so right like okay. you play the bigger necro deck that has uh, ice and shade and singer vampire, right? To leverage. Oh, okay. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that's the. Re- that's I thought the, you yeah. were on New York Necro, which again okay. goes back to classic dojo. Articles, I'm not reading right? the dojo article. Right. right. So there was a branch of necro back in the day that was the New York Necro deck that played four copies of Ice Quake. Right. You have access to Sinkhole, which is even better, mm-hmm. and it played um, two singer vampires and one ice and shade. 
okay. along with hippies. Okay. And that's his whole offense. So yeah. you just go big, blow up everything, and win the game. Right. I thought that was going to be your brand of Necro. Uh, and it may well have been if you're towers in this deck. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Of course, I, you all, you have ivory to play tower. Right? Yeah, ivory tower, necro, four main deck, drain lives, <clears throat> cast singer, vampire. Um, you didn't do that though. You I didn't do anything. Me. I I was literally just gonna go mono red, and I was like, wait, necro's good. What if I just necro into more burn spells? How about that? And so that's what I did, and I'm like, so I I and I ended up going basically creatureless. Right. I'm playing one creature that is the filter. Um, agent from alliances. It filters a red into a black. This is, is Agent of Stromgold, which is so good. I bought like, six of these for Redacted because I'm trying to play like a red deck splashing drain life to yeah, get over the like, top. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> but I'm like, wait, I don't even have to tap this or anything. I can just splash red into black. All right. Or, or play, you know, filter red into black. Anyway, so four bolts, four chains. Um, I'm actually playing the chain lightning from the set. Um, that's flesh and blood, right? Flesh and blood. It's, it, but it's like I don't know. It's chain lighting. I thought it's, was hilarious. Yeah, cast it's great, right? right? But if you win the chain lighting, I'll just yeah, I'll give you a chain lighting, whatever. Um, both chain lighting. You owe me a chain lighting. Right? I do. I have I a photo of what you lost. It's hilarious. Uh, we'll talk about it. Incinerates. Um, ended up ended up taking out enough cards to get four guerrilla tactics in, which again is great because people are playing black. They're playing him. They're playing hippies. Right. And people may not know guerrilla um, tactics. Red one right. instant deals two damage. If a speller ability your opponent controls causes you to discard it, it deals four, it deals damage. four damage. So yeah. it's like Red's version of Psychic Purge. Kind of like a Psychic Purge thing. Yeah, it's good, but it, cool. it kills knights, it kills orders, right. and it can randomly dome them. Um, four Ivory Towers, I'm playing three Necros. Uh, I got some beat Necros off the Guild House. And then I'm playing three copies of Land's Edge. Um, again, the. Um, you know, the idea is, like, well, if I'm necroing and I have a land's edge in play, I can just also deal two damage with a random land. So it, the deck is just dealing damage. Um, and I ended up, I had one fork in the deck, and the fork was, again, just for either kind of protecting myself. Oh, Jesus, we have to talk about the fork. We're going to talk about the fork, yeah. But fork is great, right, because people are playing contract. I can fork a contract. Um, maybe if somebody wants to, I don't know, disenchant my thing, I can fork it. Or, or bolt me, I can fork it. Or... Or it's you know great for a late game bolt for me right I can bolt for it. Um, and I had I knew about this right I knew I had the like also you can fork their goblin grenade because you don't have to sacrifice right, a goblin right right yeah yeah um, I don't know if many goblins in HA, but yes I got you. I assume there's gonna be some red deck with black vice and goblins you would think there would be right because right. yeah, in fact I know that there are guys that play this format by buying seven dollars worth of TCG damage cards. And they're all burn spells and goblin grenades and black vices because instead of having a real life, they just want to shit on the people that are playing Necro. <laughs> all right. Anyway, shout out. Um, a bunch of mountains and swamps. I played, I think, two sulfur springs because that's all like the kind of beat up ones I had. Uh, kind of pretty much it, I think. Oh, and that, so we talked about the forks, right? And so I knew there was like a an oh, off the wall line, you, right? You got me with this fork in our game, okay. and it was lovely. Can right, we talk so about that? We'll talk about that. I want to talk about the off the wall line that I that I was like magical Christmas land because I'm sure. like I'm talking with a guy at work who like plays some magic, and I'm trying to get him into old school, and I'm like, wait a minute, I can. So I'm playing this format. I can contract, like if I have a lands edge in play, I can contract and fork the contract copy the contract, contract, respond to the, you know, like, get all these cards in my hand, 
Right. And throw them at your opponent. Respond to the, the initial contract that was cast, throw the lands at my opponent, and then contract again. Right. And I'm also like, also lightning bolt them if you draw it. Or, if, if I have a land in play, I can also bolt them like in response to the first contract, right? right. So I'm like, man, this is like really magical Christmas land stuff. Like, but this is never going to happen, right? In, in the actual game. So right. basically, the forks are for bolting, forking my bolts, or forking somebody else's contract. Right. So I, 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 yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to burn people. Turn one, two, three, four. I'm not doing that. The all the burn is for like protecting myself, holding guerrilla tactics in hand for black cards. And then trying to get a necro in play mid game, and then then doing the damage mid game, right? right. Damaging mid game, necroing, getting lands edge in play, doing that kind of stuff. Because I think about it this way, like especially if you're playing anti enchantment, like if you're playing disenchant. Ideally, I want to cast lands edge first. Then you're like, what the hell is going on? Then I cast necro. Then you have to make a decision, right? Right. You're like, do I do I disenchant this necro? Okay, well, all right, fine. I'll just draw some cards. Right. Pro tip to all my opponents: never disenchant necro. It's, right. It's idiotic because right. you just respond by paying six life. Right. I just get all the get cards anyway. Back. So it, it really puts the opponent in a bad position. Like, which card do I disenchant? I'm drawing the cards either way. Right. Um, yeah. So, so in, we can go to like our yeah, game. In our we can game. Talk about our game. Yeah. Oh man, our game was so great because, uh, like Brian said, we kind of leveled each other. I did not realize like how close to my deck he got in his head, um, but I'm on I'm a mono white splashing blue splashing black, just trying to play prison. This is not a format you play in tournaments. It's not a format you play on webcam. You can, but it's not as. I will say I actually thought you were gonna play this white deck in the gauntlet. I thought you were gonna play Armageddon and and a, a wrath deck in the gauntlet. That's right. what I thought. And not I, that you were gonna play the deck in a today. But right yeah. and. Pete was timing the round, so it would have been a lot of like right. we, we played one game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but like, this is where I'm at on it. Like, I assume you're on, like I said, Necro with Burn. So we start the game. I keep a hand that is just a lot of interaction and rule spells, and I have Latinam's Legacy, so I expect to get hemmed. Mm-hmm. So I have a disenchant. Yep. Um, like, I have some interaction, I have some mana rocks. I'm just going to play slow magic. I have Armageddon in my hand, so... We're both playing slow. Like, we're both literally playing lands and doing absolutely nothing. Right, it was... Like, it was, you, it was you see beautiful. three mountains from me, and you're like, what the hell are oh, you doing? Oh, the first mountain, I was like, okay, no worries. Like, yeah. he's he's saving his swamp for my strip mine, because mm. we're on four I strip. think I might have, like, mountained into an ivory tower. I think I had an ivory you, tower You, in, in fact, hand. did. Turn yeah. one was mountain ivory tower. Yeah. I play... My first turn is a underground river. Uh-huh. I pass to you. You play mountain ivory tower, and I know I made a face, because I don't understand what's yeah, going yeah, on. yeah. So then I tell myself, oh, okay, this makes sense. He's on the Necro with Burn. He's protecting his swamp from Strip Mine, and he's trying to gain some life to set up on Necro. Okay, cool. I draw, and I spend 30 seconds deciding on my land drop because I don't know what I want to tell you. I'm playing my land. I settle on a basic planes and pass back. Okay. So now you've seen planes and Underground River Uh, and no permanents, right? right? So I assume, like, you put me on, like, Esper nonsense control. Yeah. Uh, And I was, I'm probably assuming you're playing control because you've been. Like on a control thing lately. Sure, I yeah. like I yeah. like it, right? So pass back to you, you play a second mountain and at this point I'm sure I said something out loud. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm not doing anything with these mountains. Right. Like, I actually had a moment of terror when you played the second mountain. I thought, oh no. I'm about to get howling mine, like storm mine, black vice to death. Yeah. Right? Because I, I can't actually fight on that axis. Like I have six disenchants, I have I don't even have counter spells anymore. I cut arcane denials. 
So I'm just gonna die, right? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So this is like, as soon as you play the second mountain, I, I assume I'm dead. You actually get down a second ivory tower? Yeah, uh, early apparently, in the game. Uh, I shuffled my deck, so all I was drawing was like mountains and ivory towers. Um, I did have, I think I had a fork, I had a fork in hand, and I had a necro in hand, and so I was just drawing mountains and ivory towers. Right, and I gave you a fork target because when you pass back at the end of turn two, yeah, it was later than that. Was it turn three? Yeah, it was at least turn three. Yeah, right. you pass back. Yeah, yeah. because like oh, because I'm going to Armageddon. Right, because I, but, right, because I don't want to fork. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was it before was, turn four it, or five. But it, yeah, anyway. it was absolutely at the end of turn three. You have a second ivory tower in play. You have open mana. Yeah, I have three lands. I'm holding Armageddon. Yeah, I know. Yes, my I always want to hold two mountains open. Basically, right, right. Yeah. I know my plan is untap into Armageddon. So I cast Latinum's Legacy, hoping to draw into land tax to follow up my Armageddon. Yeah. Even though I'm just going to Armageddon and pass back with no lands. I have to play my right. fourth land and then again. I cast Latinam's Legacy. We both know what it does. We played a nonsense kitchen table format. Right. You tap two mountains and announce four and I lost my shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Because okay. And the reason I, reason I forked this was because I have now drawn my third ivory tower. This is not going to win me the game. Like... I need to do something eventually. Right, so, so trade I need these two cards for two uh, others. Yeah, I get the Ivory Tower back in the deck, and I get two other cards, which probably was not what I needed yet, because I, I didn't draw swaps until very late, so yeah, it was too late. Right, so I, I untap, draw three cards, play my fourth land, and just slam Armageddon. Right. And oh, I know why I was also happy to make the fast Armageddon play. When you drew a card on the previous turn, you sighed. And I thought, okay. I think the sigh was for the, the ivory tower. Yeah. Okay, I misread that. I thought right. it meant that you were sure. Well, that's when I told ass. you, like, I don't play poker very well. Because, like, right. I don't really care. I'm like, what the fuck, deck? Like, right. stop, stop. And it. I thought yeah. I thought it meant you were short on mana sources. So I just oh, yeah, got yeah. super happy to jam Armageddon. Because I'm holding a strip mine. Yeah. I'm like, you're dead. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, yeah, I would have been fine with, like, just start drawing burn, start drawing something. But it was not, I was drawing ivory towers. Yeah. Right. So we play, like, a game because a long time we both contract. Right. Right. I end up bur I, I play bird and you kind of give me shit for it. But yes. again, yes. I have to because I'm I'm losing thirteen eighty seven and I'm winning seventeen cents. So yeah, like yeah. pardon me for uh, you know. basically I knew I was dead. Yeah, you played an ivory tower and I'm like, man, I, I don't think I can deal with that. And then you played a second one and I'm like, right, I almost no died chance. through two ivory towers. But my favorite part is like we might have to stop this. Yeah, I'm worried about the rain. I do want to. Yeah, it might be loud. I yeah. do want to go over the end of this game and we'll get done. Um, and this rain's gonna ruin this, so we'll just come back later. All right, we're back again. Press the button. It rained for 36 seconds because yeah. we're in the southeast. So AAA. we were talking about AAA. I think our game is done. You ended up beating me. Oh, by by doing. Yeah, oh, right. I, I had Lands Edge in play, and I've got a Necro in play. You pay a bunch of life. I, yeah, I just pay a bunch of life because I'm dead. Like I, I just pay a bunch of life and and basically go to my instep, and you respond by. I respond by discarding a yeah. basic swamp to kill you. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, because Lance I was already dead anyway. player. Also, the land taxes. Shout out to Philip Collier. Yes. Um, the land taxes were beautiful. Land's I Edge. Land's Edge. Sorry. The land taxes were beautiful. I love the fact that he shipped them to you without making a big deal about it to keep this deck under the radar. Right. I I I, I, I uh, DM'd Phil and I was like, Hey, do you have any Chronicle? I knew I couldn't get them in time from like TCG. Nobody in town had them. No Land's Edge anywhere. I was like, hey, do you have some Chronicles Land's Edge? You can just, like, stamp them, put them in the mail. He's like, here's these cool-ass altered ones with fucking Death Clock lyrics on them. Right. Which we'll talk about later. Right. Um, yeah, put a pin in yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. This, this is the photo I'm going to have Brian upload along with this. Um, 
I took a picture of me holding the two cards I won from him. Oh, Brian. yeah, my altered ivory tower. Yeah, yes. Brian's laughing. There's a lady in the background, like, staring into my soul, putting cake in her mouth in the background. So yeah. feel free to zoom in on that, weirdo. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so Brian lost an altered um, ivory tower, which looks amazing. Yeah. Brief aside, read Tower of the Elephant. It's a Conan story by Robert E. Howard. That's where this art comes from. It's fucking amazing. Okay, okay. If you can read Tower of the Elephant and not want to play old school D&D, like, check to see if you're alive. Okay. Um, and I also win a chain lightning, apparently from a game called Flesh and Blood. So we'll have yeah. to talk about this offline. But yeah. A cool looking chain lightning, by the way. I mean, it does have like uh, a little red thing on the top, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it does look like it's one mana. It actually does three to something. Right. Like, in the rules of that Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. game, sure. Yeah. Um, all right, anyway, so my go. match against Duncan. So we, after the tournament, we're all kind of standing around, and uh, we got, everybody got a few more, like, just kind of random games in, and I'm like, hey, Duncan, let's play AAA. I assumed he brought his Pox deck, because I wanted to play Pox. I assumed he was on Pox as well, and he gamed me on that, because we talked <laughs> earlier in the day, and he, he's, like, he's like, oh, Pox is broken. He's like, I've broken this format. He plays Pox splashing for balance off of... Uh, Barb Sexton, Barb Sexton. And he yeah, also has access card. to Bobble. So yeah. he can basically play his hand size down to nothing, cast Pox, blow these two enchantments. And this is a whole podcast. Let's build decks and play Barb Sexton at old school. Like, right. I yeah. think I'm down. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, me and, me and Duncan start to play. And, I, I, you know, I mean, this is this is so late now. So much magic has gone on. My, my brain is mostly fried by now. But... Uh, I know what my deck does. I assume he's on Pox. He is not because he starts playing mountains. He play any creatures? I don't even know. He plays mountains. He plays some factories. I bolt a factory. I end up like, I think, Gorilla Tactics a factory. I don't know. I kill some factories. And eventually he throws down, I think he plays a Soul Ring or something, and he throws down a Mana Flare. And probably Mana Flare comes down on turn, I don't know, Force or something. Yeah, like, I, what in the hell I respect this? the hell out of Duncan for doing this, because I did not put him on Mana Flare, Howling Mine, Let's Go Crazy. Yeah. And I know he has no idea what I'm on, but me and Jason talk a lot about what we're, like, what we're gaming, but me and Duncan do not, or Duncan and I don't. So, Mana Flare, and I'm like, okay, well, he's just on big mana. Um, and so next turn, he casts a Shivan Dragon, and I have to double bolt it. Uh, or I die, so I double both the and Dragon, and then we kind of like play some lands, and I do a bunch of nothing, and he kind of, we just kind of do a lot of nothing. We just end up getting a bunch of lands in play, and I'm holding a contract, and I'm holding a lands edge, and I end up drawing two forks, and basically I'm so I'm I had a fork from in my hand in a while, and he's got the mana flare in play, so I can like one mana fork, a fireball. Like, that's kind of what I'm, like, protecting myself with this fork. End up drawing the second fork, and I, like, come to the realization that Magical Christmas Land has come to us in Gainesville. I'm going to cast this contract eventually and double fork it with this Land's Edge in play. Which I walked over to look at the game state when this was happening, and it took my brain maybe 20 seconds to figure out <laughs> that you were about to draw 21 I'm, cards with a yeah. Land's Edge in play. Yeah and just hurl them mercilessly. I, yeah, I, I was like kind of dumbfounded because I did not, I never would have expected this to happen. But he had the he had the mana flare so I could do it easily. Um, I got the lands engine play, I think the turn earlier. And then the next turn I contract fork fork with the lands engine play. He did and not so survive the copies, he, right? He, he, didn't, he didn't even get to the original contract. No, I got to the original con, I killed him with like the original, yeah, the original contract. Because yeah. he was, he was in like 18. Cause like I was just killing factory. I had to waste all my burn on killing some factories, 
I killed the Shivan Dragon. Um, I, so I didn't really do him a lot of damage, and yeah, that, that was it. Uh, I don't even know if I got a Necro in play. I can't even remember if I did or not. I don't think I did. Um, but it, it was nuts. Yeah, that was, that was it. So, yeah, fork your contract. Uh, it's amazing. And I think I convinced him to put a fork in his deck. He probably needs a fork in there because, man, he could, like, he 100% needs a fork. Yeah, in that he, deck. Could, he could fireball fork pretty easily. Um, yeah. So that, that, that was the short on that game. Uh, pretty amazing. Uh, killed him from 18. I think it was like 18. And I'm killing him. Yeah, and I saw Pete playing Duncan in AAA later, and he was absolutely on the Go Get Him White Weenie deck. So oh, was he? Okay. Um, there were at least four AAA decks in the room. Um, I think AAA is a great format. It allows you to play high-power nonsense if you're willing to risk a little bit of money. And honestly, yeah. the experience is worth more than the money. Like, this Look, is a hobby. Yeah, a lot of this is on me too, right? Like, I am not a... I am so far from a try-hard. And, like, I want to play the goofiest dumbest shit like I want to reanimate a deep spawn off of a Sinbad which we that's first of all that's not true you want to reanimate a polar kraken off of Sinbad which you did in the last league oh, yeah, that was amazing yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah polar kraken yes but it but it rarely happens because it's it's the three it's the same thing as any other three or four card combo it just never works because you just never have all the pieces but if I like straighten up my act and actually play a real deck right just get everybody on the same page and everybody has a good time right that, right and I think thing, like yeah. I told you in person I'll tell you again like your triple a deck was amazing. I love the gamesmanship. I yeah. love how you arrived on the deck. I love your thought process. I Who's like playing Land's Edge? Right. AAA. No like, way, who right. would do that? Yeah. Except me, yeah. obviously. And I'm only running two. I've cut the two. So I have one gold border and then I have one original. Oh, you mean Land Tax? Yeah, Land's what I say, Land's Edge. Yeah, yeah, Land's Edge. That's okay. I probably have some kind of learning disability. No, that's fine. But I love it, right? Yeah. Like, so I like everything about it. I think you're absolutely right. Like, as long as you and your opponents are on the same page about what the power level is going to be, and then we're all in this to have a good time. Um, I think some of the problem is people want to win, they want to game it, they're afraid of anti. Even in our redacted format, these decks might cost $20. Yeah. You're going to lose a car. It, it's not a big deal. Like, if I told you, hey, you're going to hang out with your friends every four months, so three times a year, we're going to play a game, you might lose $50, you might win $50, but more than likely you're going to basically break even, right. you would play that game. Right. And so and I don't, and I really don't like. I just shuffled four Jusms in a library. Like I don't, I don't care. It, it, right. It's more to me to like. I it's just a like. Mindset, I, right? I just like to play stupid stuff that doesn't win. Right. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to play if you're just gonna if, get dunked. If on. I just know I'm gonna get dunked on, like, because right. it's. Yeah, like I don't know. You understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah, it's like, absolutely. I, and that's I, why I, I, I don't care any less about losing or winning. It's like I like to play stupid stuff. Sometimes I want other people to play stupid stuff. Right. And that's where I'm like, okay, well, I have to like, I have to just like up my level a little bit. Sure. So and like, like, you've helped me play a somewhat stupid deck with Land's Edge, but right. then be a good deck. Right. right. Like, you've helped me on this as well because I'm trying to like not power down, but maybe like casual up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we joked earlier about like my decks do. Have I need a theme. I need to casual up. That's right. A, right. Yeah. Like my decks not do not have a theme. High, the right. theme is winning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, like, I Where, played, yeah, yeah, it's a I good played point. actually like, orcs, but I do theme, try to kill people. Yeah, your theme is winning. My theme is pulling off some stupid combo that might win. Right, yeah. and, and it's funny because, like, we have this interaction where, like, I'm on the higher power level deck, but often in old school, I'm on the lower power level deck because I am going to play orcs, yeah. and I'm going to run into people with power who are going to mind twist me, Yeah. right? And so... We I, apologize all, if the rate is low. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all a sliding scale, uh, but... 
I do want to just take this time to say, hey, like, play formats that are fun, play with your friends, talk about this kind of shit, and everything's going to be okay. Uh, yeah, we're we'll probably going to come back again and talk some stuff later. That's yeah. fine. See ya. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. That was a long one. Uh, if you made it this far, good for you. We've got some more of these planned. Uh, they won't be so long. Just we've got some topics that, you know, we've written down and just kind of want to talk about. We're always talking about this stuff. So we're like, well, why don't we just record it? Because what the hey? But anyway, um, tune in next time. Look for these. Uh, I'll probably try to put this on YouTube as well with some other YouTube stuff that, that we like to record. Sometimes we'll record some games or something. Uh, I, I mean, I like to record online games or games that we play in person. So anyway, thanks for listening. See you next time.